Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of his age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for their lust. Blindly passion, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his mark. Father, we praise you for this opportunity to use this technology once again. Two and a half day outage at Blog Talk Radio. Father, we endured it. We prayed, and you came through for us, and we just praise your holy name. We thank you, Father, for, wow, all the incredibly unbelievable end times apocalyptic things that are happening around us that are keeping us on the edge of our seat. Father, there are things that are happening that are not explainable any other way by except for satanic inter- intervention by the Global Satanic Crime Syndicate and all the entities that are, well, have infiltrated deeply into the cabinets of virtually every country in the entire world. We're in a situation right now, Father, where we're at the standby. We want to continue and will continue to touch other people's lives when you give us the opportunity to stand on holy ground. We are not qualified, but we can touch people's lives in whatever way we can. And also, Father, praise your name. Thank you for helping us to understand the criti- how critical it is that we pray. How critical it is that we pray for not only uh, the unsaved but and, 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 and the lost, but also to pray for one another. Father, we just uh, praise you, and we know that the days are going to uh, continue. It just appears, and, and our assumption would be that things are going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. Uh, we have not seen an increase. Now, there are people that would debate me on this, Father, but I'm pretty sure that you would agree. I don't know. It's just how I feel, and it's you know in my heart. But we certainly don't seem to have seen an increase of revival, an increase of um, Christianity, outbreaks of praise and worship. There were a couple of small indicators many months ago that that people had pointed to and lifted up, but really in the grand scheme of the darkness that is rising across the earth, there is nothing comparable from your people, Father, 
There are a lot of people waking up, and we praise you for that. We pray that more and more of them will wake up. We thank you for those who have begun their journey to becoming awake. We pray in the name of Jesus that more and more of them will go from the 10-milligram red pill to the 1,000-milligram red pill as fast as possible, that they can repent of their sins and possibly join those of us who are very, very hopeful uh, to be evacuated off this alien demon and indeed alien demon-infested rock as soon as possible as part of the barley harvest, part of the first watch. We praise your name, Father. We thank you for choosing us before the foundations of the earth for the days that we are in right now, Psalm 139, verse 16. We pray that we will walk in the works that you have written in our books. Glory to your name, and fulfill those works in accordance with Ephesians 2.10. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will anoint us to be and pour out an abundant, an anointing. I, I, I don't know what the right word is, but so much grace upon us that we are able to get up every single day, raise our hands in prayer and praise, and start every day with a, with a, uh, with a joy, really, a type of a joy of overcoming in our hearts, even though that everything around us would, in the natural, would push us into a state of depression. Help us to be able to see the things that are happening around us as being good. Help us to be able to understand that these things are good because it is ever so much closer that we're coming to standing before Jesus in the days that are in front of us. And we pray in Jesus' name for every listener, past, present, or future, every single person that um, that hopes to be part of the bride of Jesus Christ will be praying in accordance with your scripture, Luke twenty-one thirty-six always to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before Jesus at the wedding supper. That's the only place it could be. We give you all the praise, worship, glory, honor. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to steady our our our, our walk, this endeavor, this this amazing story that you have created. It's pretty troubling. Um but we just pray that you will strengthen us as you have promised in your word. We're standing be- beside your word and believing with all of our heart that you will. And we just um, we just give you all the glory, Father. We thank you and help us, each one of us, every one of us, to be able to look back on our lives, not just way, way, way back in our lives, but in the recent past, uh, the last couple of weeks, maybe the last couple of months for sure, the last year, maybe the last couple of years, and be able, and to recognize all of the times that you have come through for us, and to embrace that, knowing that this is how it will, how our blessings will increase in the days ahead, as others who are struggling with the things that are happening across the earth. We'll need our intervention so much more, opening the door for us to lead them to Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray and give you all the glory and honor, Father, our Savior, who alone is wise. Be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Thank you, Father. Amen.
God, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, two and a half days for Blog Talk Radio to be down at that de- to that degree of being down, which was like down, 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 down. They were down hard. Um, and uh, I had sent them a support email, you know, saying, critical outage, you know, help me, help me. But um, I'm so sure that they were, um, uh, you know, trying to put out a fire. Uh, massive, I call it a fire, and IT people typically will call a massive outage a fire. You know, we're putting out fires, we're putting out fires. Uh, but they were, it, everything was down. I, I, I was, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, I was polling them, watching what they were doing as they were attempting to bring things up on Tuesday. Now, Monday, I noticed they were just totally down, that I couldn't call into the main host number, that the number wouldn't even pick up. It didn't matter whether I used my cell phone, my home, you know, my, my Spectrum cable, you know, voice over IP phone, uh, which I use it for nothing, uh, you know, but it just sits there on the wall as a backup phone just in case. And then, um, uh, you know, but nothing would work. Nothing would work. No matter how I tried to call the main host number, it would not pick up. It was like it was non-existent. So I knew something at the, was rotten to the core uh, in their systems, you know, because that's a, that's that's the main gateway for everybody who uses the service to get to the service other than the web, and the web was down as well. As a matter of fact, on Tuesday, oh, I don't know, about the middle of the day, I was still getting 404, you know, not here, nobody home messages if I just went even to the, you know, the root web server, blogtalkradio.com. I was totally down. Uh, nothing was responding. And then little by little, I could see little parts of it coming up. Like the main the main page came up after a while. I was like, oh, this is kind of helpful. And then I went in and I looked and see, to see if Tribulation Now's uh, radio shows were there. And they were. But they were all coming off the same server. As soon as you would try to authenticate and, and log into it, it would shift over to a, another server, which, by the way, you can tell if you understand these sorts of things. you know. So blogtalkradio.com forward slash Tribulation Now is the main server and the Tribulation Now website. Same thing as blogtalkradio.com forward slash dumdumsrus will take you to the dumdumsrus, you know, uh, podcast site. So, um, but when they say, when, when you see the URL shift over to security.blogtalkradio.com, when the first word changes to a different word, like security or something else, that's when it's moving to a different server. And, uh, I, you know, I watched little by little. I watched them bringing up one server after another server after another server. And then I still couldn't get in when I saw – it appeared to me that all the servers were up. And I was thinking to myself, okay, this is getting a little bit spooky. And then I thought to myself, well, you know what? 
if they lost the database where all the passwords are kept, then I'm going to just have to reset my password in order to get back in there. So I did. And lo and behold, bada bing, I was in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, kids, are you ready? All right. Man, we have so much to talk about tonight. It's unbelievable. I have Timmy Mwangi joining us at about an hour from now. Uh, then, of course, Robert Vandrius Mitchell will be joining us a little bit uh, after that. Um, and um, I'm going to try to get through as much of this, if not all of this, uh, that I possibly can. It's not going to be easy. But anyway, kids, kids, what is faster, hot or cold? Hot, because you can catch a cold. <laughs> you can get the gold, right, kids? Okay. Uh, you guys seem to be in a good mood. You're feeling kind of lonely these last couple of days. Nothing, nothing to pass the. Oh, I got, I got it. Okay, I'm with you. Hey, I had my pouty bear down. I have a collection of teddy bears. I really have always dug teddy bears. I always think I just everywhere. All kinds of different kinds of teddy bears. But anyway, I found this really cool one called. I call him Pouty Bear. And he has a pouty look on his face, a little sad look on his face, and his ears are kind of back. And, you know, so I had to break out Pouty Bear and put him on my desk because, you know, I was feeling kind of pouty. <laughs> that the website, <laughs> the blog radio was down. People were asking me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I'm like, what do you think I'm going to do? Nothing. If, 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 if blog talk radio disappears, so do I. <laughs> Okay, it's not like I'm going to like, you know, get some loan for several million dollars and put up my own site. And I and, you know, people will be like, well, why don't you go to Rumble? And let me tell you something, folks, it's not as easy as you think it is going on Rumble and saying blah, blah, blah into us, you know, doing the video thing and all that kind of stuff. No problem. When you start getting into the dynamics where you have callers calling into the show and all that kind of stuff, it gets complicated. And there's an investment involved there. And um, it's not straightforward by any stretch of the imagination. But anyway, that's beside the point kids are you ready what kind of candy do astronauts like what kind of candy do astronauts like think hard mars bars i like mars bars kids do you like mars bars come on kids do you like them or not that wasn't a trick question you guys gotta come on get, get with it spanky you distracting people what happens when a strawberry gets run over crossing the street? A traffic jam. Oh, that makes me kind of hungry. What do you think, kids? Traffic jam? Sound delicious? Strawberry jam. Yay! All right. Praise God. I'm going to read this little thing I sent it out to a few people. I read it this morning, and it was a treat, and it's a blessing. So I'm going to read it to you, and it is a blessing. I don't know, you know, just some guy named Bob on, on my finely tuned Twitter feed suddenly shows up, and he has this little picture of the cutest little sheep, cutest little lamb, just looking you in the face, you know, kind of pouty ears and stuff, pouty bear, pouty ears, pouty lamb. But anyway, it says, uh, the little write-up that goes along with it is uh, very touching. It says as follows. Every once in a while, a you will give birth to a lamb and reject it. If the lamb is returned to the ewe, the mother may even kick the poor animal away. Once a ewe rejects one of her lambs, she will never change her mind. These little lambs will hang their heads so low that it looks like something is wrong with their necks. Their spirit is broken. These lambs are called bummer lambs. 
Unless the shepherd intervenes, that lamb will die, rejected and alone. So, do you know what the shepherd does? He takes that rejected little lamb, one into his own home, and hand feeds it, keeps it warm by the fire, and he will wrap it up in blankets and he will hold it to his chest so the little bummer can hear his heartbeat. Once the lamb is strong enough, the shepherd will place it back into the field with the rest of the flock. But that sheep never forgets how the shepherd cared for him when his mother rejected him. When the shepherd calls for the flock, guess who runs to him first? That's right, the bummer lamb. He knows this voice intimately. It is not that the bummer lamb is loved more. It, It just knows intimately the one who loves it. So many of us are bummer lambs, rejected and broken. But he is the good shepherd. He cares for our every need and holds us close to his heart so we can hear his heart beat. We may be broken, but we are deeply loved by the shepherd. From one bummer lamb to another, I love you. Praise God. That is absolutely awesome. Kids, do you like that? (laughs) I knew you would. You're a bunch of saps just like me, sitting around crying all day long, wishing you could go home. All right, hallelujah. And on that note, let's go into the news. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. God. So uh, just as kind of like an FYI, not that it's any big surprise to anybody and not that you wouldn't assume it anyhow, but some of these reports that I'm going to be reporting on, maybe a couple of, you know, have a couple of days of, you know, dated a little bit, but they're all very, very relevant to tell the story. So really, essentially, we, yeah, we missed the Sunday show. It bums me out. Dr. Joy was sad. Um, You know, we talked on the phone, you know, but it's all good. It's all good. Uh, And she'll be back on uh, same place same time, all that kind of stuff. Everything's back on schedule. Hallelujah. All right. Praise God. Now, next one up. Series of explosions rock Syria at a, get this, United States base. Breaking Syria. A series of powerful explosions rocked a United States military base. The United States base is located in the Al-Shahadi region of the province of Al-Hasek in the northeastern part of Syria. Details are unknown. So, we do have a dy- we we have war dynamics that are taking place. The picture that I'm going to paint tonight with the news is that we're at already in deeply into World War III, very deeply into World War III. Now, you know, we we're conditioned to believe that if there isn't a column of tanks moving across a field like in the Ukraine, then you're not at war. And I'm sorry, but that is n- sorry. You got You got to come into the 21st century. We're definitely at war. World War is in progress right now. Okay. Now, all that being said, um, pointing out that this is a noteworthy uh, 
United States military base that was attacked and blown to bits is a very important part of the overarching story of the headlines and of the things that we'll be talking about tonight as we move forward. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Next one up. Oh, doggone. All right. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Christians who do not accept pedophilia will be excluded from society via social credit scores. Listen to this report. Here we go. Bringing it up, go. People fully embrace the globalist agenda, including radical LGBTQ plus ideology, which is disturbing enough by itself until you learn what's in the fine print of the LGBTQ plus ideology the UN is pushing. Make no mistake, this is depraved stuff from the global elite, and they're about to ram it down our throats unless we spread the word about their real agenda and stand up as one against them. We need your help dismantling a 9,000-year-old devil-worshipping pedophile cult. But before we dive in, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and join the People's Voice Locals community for exclusive and uncensored news and views and to support the channel. The link is below this video. Judging by the mainstream media's reaction, the declaration by the UN chief about what life will be like for Christians in the brave new world of Agenda 2030 was completely normal and reasonable. But in reality, the UN just leveled a diabolical threat at Christians the world over. According to the UN chief, in the near future, Christians won't be able to take religious freedom for granted, including Christians in the United States. In other words, religious freedom won't be a right. It will be something we have to earn. And the only way to earn it will involve submitting to the evil agenda of the elites. It's worth paying close attention to their words here. According to the UN, religious freedom can only exist if it's compatible with the LGBTQ plus agenda, and if Christians and other religious groups comply with radical far-left ideology. And what if we don't comply? They have a plan for us. It's all laid out in black and white in their Agenda 2030 documents. According to the elite, they will punish us with bad social credit scores, like they're already doing in China. Unfortunately, the mainstream media watching masses are sleepwalking towards disaster, happily signing up for the technology, including mRNA and microchips, that will allow the elite to operate that open-air prison. Take a look. All right, praise God. So anyway, you get the gist of what he's talking about, uh, and, you know, it's true. And I, I don't think there's any one of us out there that's, that have been watching the, um, you know, the ESG, social credit score, digital ID, CBDCs, and every other satanic black wall that's heading directly at us, uh, you know, without automatically estimating or not even estimating being certain that that would be stuff that they would hold against us ultimately. Uh, not to mention that, well, we all know that, I mean, come on, Obama, Michael, please really. I mean, the antichrist, all this stuff. I mean, you can kind of like almost like read it written on the wall. We already know what's coming. It's coming at us. We know what the source of where it's coming from and the belief system behind this entity from the bowels of Sheol. All right, so all that being said, no big surprise there, uh, but it is good that there are news reports out there that are, you know, helping to get people off, like I said, the 10 milligram red pills and get them onto the 1,000 milligram red pills. That's where we need people. Look, even if they get to the 500, the 800 milligram red pills, great. Okay, we need as many people there as possible, but hopefully, uh, you know, being like Jesus, full of love, and blessed and, you know, blessing others, touching other people's lives. There's not an inkling of anything violent or earthly weapons related in being like Jesus. 
Unfortunately, our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ do not understand those dynamics, and I feel in my heart powerfully that many of them will suffer terribly in their eternity if they even make it to the eternity that we're all striving to head for. Anyway, I've, I've done entire teachings and entire radio shows on that subject. I'm not going to dwell on it now. I don't have time. Praise God, but um, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, not earthly, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, holding every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Second Corinthians 10, verses uh, 5, 6, whatever. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. This is Sydney Powell on a uh, television program, um, and she is explaining how sinister the global satanic crime syndicate actually is. Now, I don't think it's, there's no surprises for those of us who are on the 1,000 milligram red pills. However, I just like to hear somebody else that's in the know, that's you know intelligent, that's uh, had her life threatened, has been around other lawyers that had their lives threatened, and knows people that have been killed by the Global Santana Crime Syndicate. When they're seeing it, and they're seeing it on public venues, I think that's, well, it's just really, really good, because we want to get, as like I said, many, as many people woke up as we possibly can. Praise God. So let's go ahead and listen to her little uh, rant on that, which is dark and accurate. What we're dealing with here is pervasive and very, very dark. It's organized, it's well-funded, it's pure evil. They are willing to kill people, a la Kelly Leffler's aide in Georgia, who was suddenly blown up in his car on the way to a rally for her. Uh, He happened to be dating Governor Kemp's daughter Governor Kemp was considering, I think, at that point, a signature audit. And then the Georgia Bureau of Investigation agent who was investigating that, he was the lead investigator, was suddenly dead within a week. And suddenly we don't hear anything else about any of that. We are talking about trillions of dollars of global wealth at issue here, the leadership and control of the of the most powerful country on the face of the earth. All right, praise God. And um, I kind of wish that she had taken it to the next level and pointed out, which would have been great, but that's okay. I'll take what what she said and say hallelujah. All right, but um, what what would have been great is if she would have explained that that same control grid has been extended to virtually every country in the in the entire world. And that's where it gets super-duper creepy and weird. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, um, this headline is next up, and this is about China. China has been getting pounded one thing after another, after another, after another, after another, after another, after another. Uh, they had over 600,000 people evacuated uh, because of floods that were going through Beijing. Then they re, re uh directed the, the the water flow away from Beijing and took out a very, very large area and just, it was absolutely unbelievably devastating. And for those of us who have um, videos and were able to see the things happening that were happening in China, um, the, the, the question that would naturally pop into our heads would be, are these judgments from God? Now, one of the things that, you know, we oftentimes will do, I get it, 
uh, is we will say, oh, that's harp, that's harp, that's harp, that's harp. You know, that's this, that's this. That's this man-made weapon. That's that man-made weapon. It's China attacking us. It's directed energy weapons, blah, blah, blah. And, but here's the thing. Question for you. Is God in control? God stop any of those things from happening if you want to do. Could he? Is God in control of Satan? Is he? Yes, he is. So what ends up happening is that people tend to disconnect. I've seen this all my life in, in evangelical Christian church realms. Oh, Satan did this and Satan did that. Blame Satan. Satan. Satan's evil. Satan's got for you. Satan's coming for you. Blah, 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 and Satan, Satan. And I'm like thinking to myself, you know, there for a long time I didn't understand it. You know, I read books like there's a book called uh, um, God at War. I mean, it's a four inches thick, this book, and written by somebody who's like really well known and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, God ain't no, God's not in any war. God is not in any war. He is in full control. So you might say, oh, it's a directed energy weapon, or oh, it's Harper, oh, it's that funky thing that they were talking about on Antarctica, and well, yada, 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 whatever. God's in control of everything. So if he allows it, who allowed it? God did. Did he stop it? No, he didn't. So anyway, we're definitely in a time where... Judgments of God are being injected upon the earth at the hands of the evil ones, and they are not being stopped. That's why it says in Second Thessalonians 2, round about verse number 3, until he that restrains is taken out of the way. Well, our Father does restrain, or else we would all be dead. I can tell you as a fact that if, if we just don't understand and we can't relate to, as human beings and as Christians— or as anything, any any type of human being. I don't care, even if you're, unless you're a reptilian. Uh, but um, but my point is this: human beings cannot relate to that level of darkness. They cannot relate to the things that happened at Pizzagate, which put, put you know caused several police officers in New York to kill themselves. They can't relate to it. It's so dark, so horrible, so unthinkable that if they were to be exposed to it, yes, they would commit suicide. It's that bad. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's keep on moving on. I praise God that we're moving, that, 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 you know, when things get real quiet, I get really creeped out because we have made way too much progress uh, in the end times, and that progress means that we're heading straight to the wedding supper, and that has got to be all of our dream come true. It has to be. I can't imagine that you would have any other dream come true other than that. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So again, now this is, uh, once again, I played a little bit of this on the other show. I'm going to play it again. This is um, a bombshell report uh, having to do with, um, you know, causing us to have deadly meat allergies and to get us to stop eating meat. I even read uh, Revelation, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Romans 14, verses 1 and 2, I believe it were, uh, where it says, you know, that, that, that the weak people, the weak folks, the weak Christians out there will eat only vegetables. But anyway, it's all in the Bible, but we need to understand it. But anyway, I'm going to play this again just because it is that noteworthy. Here we go. Let me bring it live. Here we go. Bam. Coffee is back at InfoWarsStore.com, and it's Five, the strongest, best-tasting coffee three, we've ever offered. Two, we have a one. 
1996, the U.N. said they would use food as a weapon. And now they've told us they're going to ban humans eating meat. But how are they going to do it? We've now discovered that many modern vaccines and the Moderna and Pfizer shots have a bovine protein in them that then creates an autoimmune response in those that take the shot so that many of them can no longer eat beef. Ladies and gentlemen, it's in the literature. It's in the documents. The plan to poison the food supply isn't coming. It's here by poisoning us to where we're allergic to beef. And that's just the start. This is the total weaponization of the food supply. This is how the globalists are making their move. All right, praise God. So I'm not going to get too far deep into that because it, 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 it is a rabbit hole that does not end. And by the way, it's not just the food supply. It's everything. It's the water supply. It's the air that we breathe. It, you know, if we're not protected by the hand of God, <laughs> it's just like how it's, it's just like what the scripture says in Psalm 91. You, you know, a thousand will, you know, I, I'm totally summarizing, but a thousand will drop at your left hand and 10,000 to your right, but it will not come near you. Okay. You know, it, you know, it's going to come, you know, after the unrighteous, et cetera, that kind of thing uh, th- you know, we're, we're kind of like in those days. Okay. Praise Jesus. And we all want to be residing in the secret place of the most high. Psalm 91 isn't for everybody. Psalm 91 is for those who reside, those who are in the secret place of the Most High, those of us who wake up, set aside time, spend time alone with the Lord, spend time alone in the evening, in the morning, when, you know, driving to work, wherever it is, because we feel a level of unbelievable supernatural comfort being in our Savior's being able to lean our heads on the chest of our Savior and hear his heartbeat and know that he loves us. That's residing in the secret place of the Most High. That's where we all want to be. We want, to be to, we want our lives to have degraded enough. If it hasn't happened to you, if I were you, I would pray for it. I would pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, my life has not degraded. I, I, I'm living too good of a life. Everything is cool. I got a new car. I just got promoted at work. It's all good. I'm, I'm just high-fiving you, Lord, and all this kind of stuff. No, no, that's not where you want to be. The ideal place to be is with a contrite spirit and a broken heart. This is, God saves such who have a contrite spirit. If you're running up and down the aisles at your church waving flags and telling everybody, see, remember the parable of the, of, of the uh, uh, Pharisee and the tax collector. Jesus admonished all of those that were um, looking at the, you know, the Pharisees going, oh, praise you, Jesus, hallelujah, I am saved, I am saved, hallelujah, hallelujah, I am saved, I am saved. And Jesus said, look at the tax collector. He's hanging his head down. His heart is broken. He feels horribly unworthy. And Jesus said, you want to be like the tax collector. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The next one up. Graphene oxide nanoparticles are now in the water supply. Praise you, Jesus. And I'm looking for, oh, my link got dorked up. Okay, no problem. I played it a little bit on the other show, but, yeah, the link is a little bit dorked up. But anyway, I'll just go ahead and read this. Graphene in the water supply, it says, uh, milestone contract for graphene technology for water treatment. It says the United Kingdom technology business awarded the first commercial business contract for industrial wastewater treatment. Graphene technology slashes energy cost and reduces fouling 
for water treatment, which is a lie. And it goes on, it says the initial application in com- commercial and laundry and food and beverages and dairy, it just keeps on going and going and going. Where it stops, nobody knows because it won't stop. They're going to they're gonna get that stuff in us if it kills them. All right. And it's, you know what, it's not going to touch us. Luke 10, verse 19, remember what Jesus said to the 70. Remember, those were 70 sinners. Jesus said didn't die on the cross. There was no Pentecost. There was no, none of that stuff had happened yet. And they came back, and when they came back, their minds were blown. They said, even the demons respond to your name. And Jesus looked at them and said, behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. If we don't learn our Bible, and we don't embrace our Bible, and if we don't believe our Bible, and we don't walk in that Bible, I I can't even have a conversation with somebody without Bible verses flashing through my head as I'm talking. And that's where we all need to be. Thank you, Jesus. So break it out and study it. Start, Start memorizing scriptures. Look, I used to think I couldn't memorize scriptures. I did. I really did. I thought, I was thinking to myself, man, I just don't have that gift, man. I can't memorize diddly swat. You know, I I just, I, I, I put no effort into it. I even bought little applications and stuff for my phone that helped me memorize scriptures. And I, and I did some studying under Jack Van Impey and how he would recommend that you do it and all these other little things. And then finally I just said, oh, this is a bunch of – this is ridiculous. I'm just going to do it. And I started writing them down on these little three-by-five cards, chop them in half, and I got a bunch of them laminated. But I would put them in my pocket, and everywhere I'd go, I'd be walking down an aisle over at Lowe's going to pick out some nails or something for a project. And I'd, have, I'd stop right in the middle of the aisle, and I'd, go, I'd read you know, uh, Isaiah 43, 25. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. That's our Father speaking. And I will not remember your sins. Keep me in remembrance and let us contend together. Keep me in remembrance and let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. Your first father sinned and your mediators have transgressed against me. But guess what? Our mediator has not transgressed against our Father, which puts us in even a better place. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right, listen to this. Man claims Putin announced the collapse of the New World Order. See what you think when you hear what he has to say. Let's listen. Praise God. Here we go. On Sunday, 30th July, Russian President Putin announced on Russian TV that the New World Order has collapsed. Putin claimed in the NTV broadcast that the new global world order has failed due to the awakening of people around the world who have come to realize the insidious truth about the elite's plans. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why the media wants you to believe that Putin is an invader, because what he's actually doing is taking out the deep state from Ukraine, and this is their final straw, which we call the end of the cabal. All right, praise God. So there are a lot of people out there that think that that is exactly what is happening, but I think they're in for a big surprise. My Bible doesn't say that. (laughs) And if my Bible says this and this and this and this and this is going to happen, then I'm pretty much down. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Seven, you probably heard this one by now already, but that's cool. I, I, it just merits repeating. I just love it. Seven-foot armored aliens attacking Peruvian villagers. Peruvian villagers reportedly attacked by seven-foot-tall armored aliens resembling green goblins from Spider-Man. 
Folks, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but some of the most amazing alien videos, otherworldly being videos, creatures. A lot of people want to say that they're demons. A lot of people want to say they're interdimensional. Um, I'm not discounting the fact that these entities are able to move interdimensionally because I know as a fact that they can. I do not discount the fact that they can travel uh, through time because I know as a fact that they can. Um, I don't discount the fact that they have gone in and shown people uh, that they've commandeered or taken with them timelines uh, into the future that uh, have a very, very different uh, outcome than what we see in our Holy Bible. But I also know that God injects judgments. He injects judgments, okay, to bring about that which he has prophesied. That's how it works. But yeah, I have I have a collection of some, oh man, unbelievable videos of creepy beings, uh, and, and, it, and the best ones are always from South America. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Biden family bank records. Breaking. House GOP releases Biden family bank records, 20 millions in transfers, and this, that, and the other thing, and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play this little snippet from Fox News. I think it, um, I think it merits noting because, just like Glenn says, whenever he calls in, wait, looks like he's calling in the show right now. Glenn, is that you? Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. Glenn's very, very upset right now, by the way, because uh, he got pulled off of Apple. His podcast got pulled down off of Apple. And he's flipping out and sending everybody emails and stuff. We will not be censored. You know, and I'm like, hey, welcome to the... 21st century evil whatever all right praise god you know but you know he's determined i i praise god for that anybody that is under these circumstances um good for them all right praise god let's go ahead and listen to this this is from fox news here we go we're going to release more bank records that show more suspicious wires from our enemies around the world. Ultimately, some of that money got into accounts that belong not to Hunter Biden, but to other family members. That makes no sense at all. I would think this president would want to clear that name rather rapidly. Give us his bank statements. House Republicans claiming to blow the lid off the Biden family bank records, a new batch of evidence that appears to expose the flow of cash to the Biden family and their business associates from foreign countries across the globe, including some of our nation's biggest adversaries. Hello and welcome, everyone. I'm Sandra Smith in New York. And Trace, thanks for jumping in today. Nothing happens. Nobody goes to jail. Nobody pays for a thing anymore. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. This is some creepy, weird stuff. Apocalyptic biblical wildfire in Lahaina. Maui. Now, this is the talk of the world right now. So if you also have a finely tuned Twitter feed, you will probably note that approximately one in three reports that are making it there are about the Maui incident. Now, I tend to be very careful and skeptical because I've watched over the years people jumping to conclusions continuously. And, um, you know, I don't I never want to embrace that as a a way of going over these things. I want to look at them with a careful, discerning eye. And because we got a lot of things that are going on right now. 
We've got an entire solar system, a failed star solar system. No, you know, it's referred commonly as Nibiru. Some called the destroyer. Some whatever. Uh, you know, uh, the point is that causes elliptical orbits, not only of our moon around the planet Earth, but it also causes elliptical orbits of all of the planets around the sun. And that, of course, drives this insane weather dynamic that is happening around the world. I don't think anybody would. Well, there's a lot of people out there that are that, you know, they see this lying dynamic where the reptilian entities and the Dracos are in, in whatever form they are in and various countries and such and the WEF are telling everybody that, oh, oh, this is caused by CO2 emission. They know it's a lie. OK, so then what they become in that case is what's called climate deniers. But that's exactly what the reptilian Draco entities want you to do. They want you to fall for the, for, for the secret sauce, which is to impeach yourself with your own belief system, knowing that the rest of the world is going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, I don't remember any day in Florida being this hot. Okay, or whatever the case may be, we we just look around the world and we see the things that are happening around the world, and we you know the flooding and the intensity of it and the fires and yes, there's more to the fires than meets the eye. I agree, but when you look at the entire global weather dynamic, when you look at the white paper that was written, I think it was back in 2003. It was commissioned by some scientists out of the federal government. Federal government commissioned the scientists. Sorry, got it backwards, uh, and it was it essentially was entitled something along the line of the uh, the implications of national against national security for uh, catastrophic climate change or something along that line so they knew that that nibiru was coming they knew that there was a solar system coming they knew exactly what was going to happen i have and did a show called the effects of a rogue planet that aired on the weather channel okay and um you know they don't put those things on there just for grins and giggles they know it, it, it it's it's uh, prophetic really all right praise god so anyway um, so let's investigate this Maui dynamic. There's a lot to it. So let's go ahead and listen to this particular woman who is exceedingly popular on uh, everybody's finely tuned Twitter feeds. I don't know her name, nor do I really care what her name is, but let's listen to what she has to say. And by the way, this came out literally this, the, 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 the smoke was still smoldering off the ground in the buildings uh, when this woman came forward with her video. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to this. It gets worse, folks. We're going to go through a, a bunch of this. All right, get ready. It's kind of sickening. I have been trapped in Lahaina for the last four days. And I experienced firsthand what was going on there. What I went through is not important. I need to get this message out. This was not a natural disaster. This was a direct energy attack on the people and the place of Maui. If you know what lives there, what descendants live there, you know why. And you know why it happened on 8-8. And if this is not something that you believe, it's time to stop being a sheep. They came in and they took control. There were trees standing and the buildings gone. Okay, so everything that she's saying is absolutely true. Um, and um, there's a lot of people worldwide fussing about it um, at a level that I don't think I've ever seen before, um, which is 
you know, it's not okay. I mean, really, uh, they've even uh, – the, 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 let me just say it like this. The depth of the evil, the sick, twisted depth of the seething evil, it it really does kind of almost rival a little bit the sickness associated with Pizzagate and uh, Frazzle Drip and all that kind of creepy stuff. All right. This is some sick stuff. They burn people to death and they did it on purpose. Okay. And, um, you know, uh, we could sit here and hypothesize until we're blue in the face what their actual ultimate goal is. I've heard everything from 50-minute cities for Hawaii to turning it into this uh, place where they can hold it up to the rest of the world as the most uh, uh, energy, uh, you know, conscience, uh, zero carbon emission, you know, all that kind of creepy stuff. And I, you know what? At the end of the day, it's very, very dark. That's what's really the most important. Now, just to let you know, um, I'm just going to share with you different t- pieces of information that are supportive of all of this. Did you know that, Mo- that Mountain Dew has come out? Now, I don't know if you're going to be able to find it, but I'm looking at it right now. And it's called Mountain Dew Maui Burst. It says Dew, D-E-W, with a blasting pineapple flavor. Dew stands for direct energy weapon. This came out long, 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 long time before the fire. See what I'm saying? They don't print these cans up and these cases up, you know, in 24 hours. All right, so I just want to let you know that that was out there, of course. Now, another headline from KHON Channel 2 News says, according to this local news report, that Chinese satellite lasers were recorded over Hawaii. So it goes... Excuse me. It goes on to say Japanese and local astronomers said Chinese satellites have been caught on video beaming down green lasers over the Hawaiian Islands. National Astronomical Observatory in Japan live stream camera atop the Saburu uh, telescope on uh, Mauna uh, Kea recorded the footage in late January. It goes on. It it, it really goes. It, it's a deep dive article on this concept of directed energy weapons slash lasers from China. Now, was it China or was it totally false flag? Did it come from us? Was it a combination thereof? Who cares? Because the people that are at the tippity top, the Dracos, the reptilians, these beings that are under absolute control, they are they answer to nobody but Satan himself. And we are talking about a cooperative that crosses all 195 different countries, major countries, across the entire world. And that's the spooky part about all of this, is that we are talking about a control grid that is so deep, so sick, so sinister, that it makes uh, you know Sidney Powell's little dissertation sound woefully inadequate praise god thank you jesus which you know it's kind of sad but anyway next one up hallelujah here we go a uh, person by the name of Wet Matt Wallace uh, posted a um, – now, again, it's very hard to validate these. It's, it's, it's almost impossible. Was this photoshopped? Was this an actual kept, capturing of one of the laser weapons setting a building on fire? Well, it depends who you talk to. Um, I tend to not be a skeptic, okay? I, I, you know, when I see enough video, I need, I need the evidence. I need the evidence. Because I'm not going to ever jump to conclusions in regard to these things like a lot of people do. Because to a lot of people, everything is harp. Harp, 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 Every earthquake, every bad weather, every single thing, every time a bird falls from the sky, it's harp. And I'm like, no. No, it's not. 
All right, but um, I'm looking right now at a um, a photograph that was taken uh, that appears to show a laser shooting down from the sky and igniting, burning, really full 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 of flame, a home in uh, now arguably in that location. There's no way to validate the location from the photograph, but the person who posted it says so. Now, what's very unfortunately interesting is this. So believe it or not, there is actually a Simpsons episode. I wish so bad that uh, on the various um, Simpsons, here I can try to look it up. Oh, I got to stop that. All right, hold on a second here. Let me see something once. All right, Twitter. Go to Twitter real quick, and then hold on just a second. Uh, Simpsons. Yeah, doing the do. All right, here we go. Let's click on this. All right, so there's that one. All right. What I'm trying to do is find for you, if possible, uh, and it's not so far not possible. Uh, I'll try it again. Simpsons, S-I-M-P, Sons. Um, I'll just try that because that'll open a, it'll open it up wide. What I'm really looking for is the actual episode. Usually they talk about it. But in this particular case, it does not appear that they are. They're not making a mention. They're showing the video, okay, of the directed energy weapons being used on the Simpsons episode, but they're not talking about which episode it was. Okay, I'm just I'm scrolling my microphone in a little bit closer, trying to see if I see it anywhere. I uh, hear something from China. I can't read in Chinese, so my Mandarin is a little bit weak lately, um, although I still remember Ning Hamwa and Cheche. But anyway, um, let me see here. Uh, nope. Nope. So not one of these very many uh, published videos about The Simpsons is mentioning what uh, episode it was that they used the directed energy weapons in. All right. So um, what does that mean? Nothing. Um, it says, does it cause cognitive Simpsons? In a- nope. Nope. Not a one of them mentions which episode it was that I can see thus far. Now, if I wanted to spend an hour looking through all of these, probably somebody at some point would say this is, you know, the name of this one is uh, blankety blankety blank. And it's, uh, you know, episode number X, Y, Z. All right. But anyway, I just want to let you know that if it's not creepy enough and a lot of people are saying, I don't know if this is true or not, but there are people out there. And of course, they have articles that are debunking it naturally uh, that matter. Matt Groening uh, is actually, it says, I'll read it to you. Conspiracy theory says the Simpsons keeps predicting stuff because Matt Groening is a Freemason. Well, being a Freemason isn't going to cut it. Now, being part of the Illuminati, well, that's a whole different story. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. That would explain a lot. All right. But yeah. uh, Anyway, so. Um, another uh, poster uh, on uh, Twitter says the World Economic Forum governor of Hawaii says exactly the plan for the state to acquire the properties as a memorial and workforce housing. They always build memo- they the evil ones always build memorials where their satanic sacrifices were made. You cannot make this stuff up. The natives of those islands need to take back their land. This guy says. All right. Well, if that's not weird enough for you, I'm going to play. I'm going to show you some more weird. Turn 
turns out that the Maui police chief, his name is John Pelletier, uh, P-E-L-L-E-T-I-E-R, um, turns out that – here, I'll just go ahead and oh, – I don't know. I can't – okay, no problem. Hold on a second. Let me just double check here. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So listen, turns out that this John Pelletier police chief guy, okay, from Maui was the same guy. That was the police chief that was in charge during the Las Vegas shooting event at the um, Jason Aldean conference or uh, concert back, I believe, is what, 2018. How about them apples? So this one guy, Stu Peters, he takes things a little bit too far a lot of times, and that's okay. People do that. When, you know, once, once, when somebody hands you the 1,000-milligram red pill, you're going to go through a phase where everything is conspiracy. You're going to pull a sock out of a drawer. You're going to see a little spot on the end of the sock, and you're going to go, oh, that was put there by one of them. I just know. You know I mean, I'm telling you, people are like that. I've seen it time, time, times, and times and half a time, and it, it's, it's never ending. Okay, but anyway, um, uh, he, he, this fellow goes on to say Maui Police Chief John P- uh, Pelletier, uh, if that's how you say it, was Las Vegas's mass shooting commander. So he's like, we are watching a movie, and this guy John Pelletier is an actor, which he's not too far from the truth on that one. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now then, next one up. That wasn't enough. Um, This is a man interviewing an elderly person. Uh, I don't know where they're standing. Could they be nearby the fires or where the fires were? I don't know. Okay, but I am going to play for you the audio. It's a minute and 47 seconds long. You can listen for yourself. Here we go. Hold on a second. Bring it up. Here we go. Maui police blockaded escape route. So I went around back to Front Street, and all the cars were lined up, but none of them were moving. And I walked all the way from Safeway to the chart house. Not one car had moved. And I was wondering what was stopping the traffic. Well, it was a policeman. And I got to the end, and I looked up north. There were no obstructions. There was no reason to keep those cars there. Are you serious? I'm serious as a heart attack. And I, I said, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm under orders to keep them here. And I said, the fire is, is right around Safeway. It's going to hit Front Street. You know, these people got to get out of here. And he said, I'm following orders. No way. And I, so I just kept walking. I, well, maybe you know something I don't, you know. So, And I keep walking down the highway, and I look behind. No cars are coming out. I walked all the way to Waikuli Beach. Still no cars coming out. And I started hearing boom, boom, boom. And then I heard people screaming and stuff. You're saying they were blockaded in by the police at the end of Front Street? Yeah. Like where the restaurant is? Right, where the chart house was. Where the chart house was, I should say. There was a blockade there, and they could not go any further. What the hell? I walked all the way from Safeway to there. Not one car had moved. And people walking in front of me, the people in the cars are saying, would you like a ride? And they go, oh, okay. And they'd get in. They asked me how to no, you better get out of here, you know. It, and uh, But they just, well, we were told to evacuate by car. I was like, okay. So I just kept walking, and I got all the way to, uh, like I said, the civic center. And then I started hearing all the explosions, and there was no one walking behind me or on bicycles or anything. 
All right. So you heard the testimony of that elder, uh, older gentleman uh, explaining to the interviewer that um, they were intentionally murdered, held there by the police. And then he said he heard boom, 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 boom. I kind of wonder what the boom, boom, boom was that he heard. If it was directed energy weapons, which it might have been, it would have been the individual cars getting hit with the lasers or the, you know, focused microwave systems. All right. So they would be it would have been systematic murder of every single individual that was sitting in their cars. I would like to think that I would have been smart enough to get out of my car and start walking. But, you know, when you're in that kind of a situation, you're in a bit of a panic, your heart is beating like a gazillion miles an hour, and, you know, you're not thinking very clear. That's pretty horrible to even imagine that that could happen. But I, you know, come on. I mean, really, 1,000 milligram red pill, folks. (laughs) You know? Oh, and if that ain't enough... A lady by the name of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Farrell, and it's not just her. There's a, dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people all over Twitter right now that are uh, telling everybody, listen, look, look, look. On Amazon, you can type in Fire and Fury, colon, the story of the 2023 Maui fire and its implications for climate change. What's fascinating is that this book was actually published before the fires. Yeah, isn't that cute? All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go ahead and I'll listen to this audio bit. Um, it's, it's a little snippet of several people discussing various things. Uh, it's worth t- taking a listen to. And it's uh, it's just a, it's a collage. We'll call it a collage about directed energy weapons. All right. Let's go ahead and listen to this. Here we go. I'm pulling it up. Once peaceful arena into a war fighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage. Directed energy weapons, also known as DOOs, are weapons that deploy a highly focused energy beam, including lasers, microwaves, and particle beams. After decades of research in the United States, defense contractors announced back in 2015 that these systems are expected to come online by 2020 and are currently announcing that they are ready to deploy in the field. Russia, China, India, and the UK are developing directed energy weapons as well. And Iran has had them in use since at least 2013. In 2019, Turkey was the first to officially deploy this technology in combat when they claimed to have shot down a Chinese-made drone supplied to the Libyan National Army. On September 16th, Defense Secretary Mark Esper announced that China and Russia have already weaponized satellites with directed energy weapons. Meanwhile, in space, Moscow and Beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a warfighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage. And for the past few years, many have wondered if these advanced weapon systems have anything to do with the unprecedented fires we have seen in the past few years. Laser-based weapons are able to destroy the target with external heat. And microwave weapons are designed to penetrate the target through external antennas and sensors and ignite the internal electronics destroying them from the inside out. This could explain how thousands of homes have rapidly burned into their own footprint while the trees surrounding them survive. 
And it could explain the several cars we have seen utterly destroyed with temperatures hot enough to liquefy glass and metal. Michael Janich, host of the YouTube Dutch Sense channel, has been researching the Earth's seismic activity for the past 10 years. During the past few weeks, he has discovered satellite imagery that show an equal distance spread of fires, all starting within the same four hours. Four hours? We've got ourselves an equal distance spread of fires here, 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 and here. So what could cause an equal distance spread of fires? Well, only two things, Mother Nature or man, right? There's no storm in the area. You can't blame a storm. So what could cause equal distance spaced fires to spread out across? What do you think that is? One third of Idaho? And he also discovered what looks to be a beam of light that can be seen in the infrared spectrum, like a microwave. On September 8th, a beam of light can be seen directed to the Dolan Fire of California. The beam appears to excite the heat signature of the fire as it is held on target for over two hours. Right before dawn, watch that. This is yesterday going into this morning. This is in California, the beam coming from space up above Oregon or somewhere in between this and Oregon. And as it's going through, see how it excites? As the beam is spreading, look how it excites. It's no doubt about it. And the beam spreads first. Look, beam spreads first. It goes from a tiny little tight beam to a wide beam. Then the fire spreads to a wide fire. The next day, a beam of light is seen directed at and exciting the heat signature of the Holiday Farm Fire in Oregon for over an hour. Here, here it is now, and it's two of them, and it's only going to one fire, a different fire, and it's moving. Okay, it's moving. There's clouds going through it, which rules out it being an artifact. The clouds are passing through and interfering with the beam. Meanwhile, in space, Moscow and Beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a warfighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more. All right. So, again, one of the areas that we'll see happening as these things continue to increase across the world is we will see that people will make commentaries and they will draw conclusions and say things like China did it. It's the China virus. Okay, it's the this. It's they did it. They did it. They did it. Everybody needs a boogeyman. But at the end of the day, it's a cooperative. They all drink blood. They all drink adrenal gland. Dracos and uh, reptilians exist in all of these countries. They're all under the control of Satan. That's how it works. All right. Next one up is an uh, an outstanding audio uh, snippet from uh, uh, RFK. He's having a conversation with uh, Tucker Carlson, and it's an absolutely – it's really, really good. So I'm going to go ahead and play this for you. Praise God. Here we go. Let's bring this up. He really cuts to the chase on this one, so it's worth playing. So, so let me add this is an interesting segue because <laughs> Toria Newland kind of blithely announced during congressional testimony last year that, oh, by the way, we have these bio labs in Ukraine. Yeah. And that was like kind of ignored, and the people who covered it got attacked for covering it. But the fact remains there are U.S. bio labs in Ukraine. Why would we have bio labs in Ukraine? Uh, um, we have bio lab, labs in Ukraine because we're developing bio weapons. And 
you know, and those bioweapons are using all kinds of new synthetic uh, biology and CRISPR technology and genetic engineering techniques that were not available to previous generation, and they can make frightening, frightening stuff. Um, what happened was, and, uh, you know, when, when we walked away from, when the Patriot Act reopened the bioweapons arm race in 2001, the Pentagon began putting a lot of money into bioweapons, but they were nervous at that time because if you violate Geneva, the Geneva Convention, it's a hanging offense. And they weren't sure that that provision in the Patriot Act would actually hold up as a loophole to treaties that had been ratified by Congress. So they were nervous about actually going full force into bioweapons development. So they transferred the authority for uh, biosecurity to one agency in the, in the HHS uh, called the National Institute for Infectious and Allergic Diseases run by Anthony Fauci. So Anthony Fauci got all the responsibility for bioweapons development. He got at that time a 68% raise from the Pentagon in order to do that work. So, and that's why he was the highest paid official in American, in the American government of, you know, four, four million people in the American, he's the high, he gets more money, he got more money, $450,000 a year than the president. Any Supreme Court judge, any, any member of Congress, he was the highest paid. And because he got that 68% raised from the Pentagon to do bioweapons development. Now, when you do bioweapons development, Every bioweapon needs a vaccine, so you develop them side by side, because in 100% of the cases when you deploy a bioweapon, there's blowback. Your side also gets sick. So in order to deploy one offensively, you need a vaccine to, um, to counter it. So you need to vaccinate your team before you deploy it. So those two things are, are developed through a, a, a field of science called gain-of-function science, where you, take infectious, where you take an infectious microbe and you amplify its infectivity, or you make it jump species, so it may kill monkeys, now you make it kill humans, and you adopt it that way, and there's all kinds of methods, but, and then you make it immune to antibiotics and to therapeutic drugs and to other therapies, so it's actually the inverse of medicine. For 2,800 years since Hippocrates, doctors have been trying to figure out how to make microbes less infectious and less deadly and develop antibiotics and therapeutics to do that. Well, this, the guys who are involved in this, there's 36,000 what are called life scientists, but they're actually death scientists um, who are now employed full-time in developing you know, microbes that will, can be used to kill people. But given the experience we just had three years ago, yeah. where a virus from a bio lab yeah. upturned. So, so let me just finish this brief history about what yeah. happened. In 2014, three of those microbes escaped. You know, um, Fauci built labs all over the country in Galveston and Boston, everywhere. There are BSL 4 labs. We don't even know how many there are, BSL-3 and BSL-4. We have no idea how many there are. There's, um, you know, we've counted them, and I have a new book coming out that goes through the ones we know. But there are many I know about, and they're doing it here in the United States. But in 2014, three bugs escaped from three different labs. And they were high-profile breaks, and they were very dangerous, and smallpox, and, uh, and a couple of other uh, bad 
bad, bad microbes. The public learned about it, and there was a lot of publicity. Congress held hearings. 300 scientists wrote President Obama and said, you've got to shut down Anthony Fauci because he's going to create a microbe that will, uh, that will cause a global pandemic. And so Obama signed a moratorium that shut down the 18 worst of Anthony Fauci's experiments, where most of them were taking place in Galveston and in North Carolina uh, by a scientist called Ralph Barrick down there. Uh, and, uh, and instead of obeying that law, Anthony Fauci shifted a lot of his operations offshore. And those operations ended up, most of them, in the Wuhan lab, which is a military lab, and that the Chinese run, the People's Liberation Army. And, uh, and then a lot of them went to the Ukraine. So a lot of that science now, and it's funded, not, you know, Fauci was funding lots of it. But then the, the other government agencies began to get confidence in, you know, their ability to get away with it. And most of it is being funded by the Department of Defense. The most of all, the biggest single funder is USAID, which is, you know, a CIA cutout. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, um, that's an outstanding summary. Um, he's written entire books on the subject. I, ha- I just haven't had time to read them. I, I mean, my stack of books is unbelievable. But anyway, on that note, let's go ahead and take a break and bring on Brother Sammy Mwangi. All right. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So uh, here he is. And let's see what's going on with uh, Pipes International. Brother Sammy, are you there? Hey, I'm here, John. Can you hear me? You sound awesome, brother. Tell us what's going on. There's a lot of exciting things. I saw some of the emails. This is getting the Maasai and the, and the wells and everything. It's very exciting. Tell us what's going on. Thank you. Thank you, John. Um, first, I want to thank everyone for your prayers. You know, I had traveled uh, to Africa with my family, and uh, we started in Burundi. That was June 6th, and uh, we took, took two months away in different countries. I went to Burundi, Rwanda, Congo, and we completed in Kenya where we took quite some time there. And it, it was an amazing journey. There were times things were not as good as we would have expected. I remember John sending me a text telling me, you know, Kenya is not too good right now. And I was like, you know, somebody in Florida knows we are not in good position. At that point, there were some uh, demonstrations happening against the government. And they were uh, crossing roads and, um, you know, burning things. And uh, the first day, nine people died. Uh, and as for sometimes, we had to just stay back home and just see, look and see what is going on. By God's grace, they opened up uh, and were able to continue on with our work. And so I just feel it's good to just give God thanks for the trip, the safety, protection, even when things are tough in some of those countries. We were in Congo, um, and uh, I just took my wife, left everybody else in Rwanda, including our nine-year-old son, because we knew Congo is not very safe, you know, with all these um, soldiers sent from different countries. Uh, But we went there to see the project that we were doing in Idri Island, a school that we've been working on. And uh, we had uh, some money that we wanted to complete the roofing of six classes. So the, 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 we had done three before, and we were going to complete uh, three more classes, which we did. And we were very, very excited about that. But it's some of those countries that we got to, by God's grace, we are always uh, thankful for the prayers and the protection. 
And, and of course, when we go there, we are best careful. We know where to go and where not to go. We, not, we are not just ignorant about what is going on. We know when to leave and when to go in, and uh, we try to do what we should do by God's grace. So let me just start quickly by talking a little bit about Burundi. When we went to Burundi, we had some multiple crusades, and uh, I, I, I shared some pictures on the Facebook, both Pipe's Facebook and my personal Facebook. But the, the crusades were extremely well attended. We had hundreds of people attending every crusade. Then we did um, a, a, a film to show people about, about videos about Jesus and all that. And it was just an exciting place. There were hundreds of people who gave their lives to Christ, but we just did an estimate of 500. There were many, many more. But the people that were able to gather together and talk to, uh, who gave their lives to Christ, uh, about 500 of them. We have now uh, scattered them in small groups where they can do more Bible study and know Christ more because this is very important for us. Discipleship is just so important back in Africa uh, where so many people may get saved. You know, we hear people who say about a million people coming to the Lord, but you no, know, those are just hearts being lifted up. We try to do it better whereby we are not just excited about the numbers, but we want people to become disciples and followers of Christ, and they want to walk with Christ and know Jesus um, in a very personal way and also be able to explain Jesus to others as well. So we've seen God um, with those people getting saved. We are praying for them. Then we also had an opportunity to visit with our groups because in Burundi we have about 10 groups, uh, women groups, discipleship groups that they gather every week. But um, after learning the Word of God, they also do other economic development activities. So most of those groups are doing farming, but a few others are also doing soap production. So they make soap for washing their, their, their clothes or you know, utensils, whatever it is, and they sell them also to the market. And this keeps them together as a group. And when they come, they are praying, they are reading the Bible, and they are encouraging each other uh, through this journey. So Burundi was exciting. Congo was exciting, as I said. You know, we visited also the school that is already existing in Goma, which is a place where a lot of issues are going on right now with the M23 and the UN who are there guarding. They're not doing really a good job. And, and so there's a lot of things happening in Goma. But yet we've continued to support our students there, over 700, and now the new one in Ijui Island, expecting uh, plus, 300 plus to start in, in uh, September next month. So we've done all the roofing, we've done all the walls. Uh, we still need desks for these 300 children so that they can have a place to sit on. And also we haven't done the floor, but we wanna do that before they return to school in September. Then Kenya was exciting. Apart from the crusades and the multiple churches that we had, we completed our mission with the, completing the borehole so when I went there in, June, in May, April, we, I did, we did, drilled the borehole. But now when we went this time, we did the pump installation, which was quite expensive. The solar installation, we had already raised money for that. And then we did the construction of the water tower, which is quite a huge project. Uh, we installed 20,000 liters already. would like to install another 20,000. So we have two tanks of 10,000 each, so 20,000 right now. And uh, it's so exciting. I get pictures every day, people coming to water their cows, their goats, their donkeys, but also more importantly, coming to fetch water. 
And we had a great, great opportunity sharing about the living water that Jesus gives from the book of John, chapter, chapter 4, you know. And it was an amazing experience, you know. And people, people giving their lives to Christ, drinking that water that only Jesus can give. Because the water that Jesus gives, we explained that when you drink it, you never thirst again. So it is just an opportunity. We are looking forward to actually constructing um, a chapel there for prayers, for spiritual nourishment and allowing people to come to the place where we have now constructed the water because we have 10 acres and people will be learning about farming. There'll be demonstration farms, but as they come, they are hearing the word of God and that community is being transformed. Remember, this is the area where animals have been dying in big, in, in hundreds and thousands and uh, people left uh, uh, desperate because the only likelihood is cattle. And now when there was a prolonged drought for more than two years without any rain, um, they were literally uh, left devastated. And so with the water now we have, distributing it to the homes, but also allowing them also to farm, because if they have something to eat, at least they will not be in the situation they were in. So we, we really thank God. And I want to add, um, to complete by saying, John, among the Maasai, where we have this water, this is an indigenous community, which is very traditional. They are opening up to the gospel, and we really thank God. And uh, when we went there, they told us about the girls in school and how much they miss school because, you know, they don't have the, the sanitary parts, you know, during their time of the month. And uh, it was just so touching. We visited once. They have 162 kids, girls, who need those, those parts, and we were able to uh, get together discussions with another supplier that makes uh, those pads and now we have agreed every month we are going to supply some schools there with 200 uh, sanitary pads and this is an ongoing project but uh, when we visited the schools near our project um, so we have four, uh, 600 kids that need them but we were able to start with 200 now which is um, uh, a, a deal but also we need four more hundred girls on the waiting list that they can also be supplied with these pads. When they don't have these pads, they stay at home for almost a week every month. That affects their education. It affects them, their future in so many ways. So it's been a big blessing, and the community is so happy about Pipes International and what we are doing among them. And I want to just conclude by saying thank you, John, and thank you to everyone who supports our ministry. We continue to change lives for the gospel. Uh, to see Christ in their lives, to shine for him wherever we go. And with your partnership, we can continue to do even more. would like to construct a place there for an office, you know, have a staff member. We've already hired somebody, but we don't have a place for him to stay. He needs to be in the compound and so that he can coordinate the Bible studies weekly there and other projects that we have. So, John, let's continue to pray for pipes. Let's continue to support pipes with our finances. We thank those in U.S., Canada, U.K. Some people just write to me. They tell me we are friends of John the Baptist or we listen to tribulation now and we just continue to thank God for everyone. Thank you so much once again. This is Samuel Pipes International.
Praise God. Yeah, Pipes, P-I-P-E-S, like Pipes in House, international.org. Praise God. And, uh, folks, again, this is just awesome because it's the real deal. You know, this isn't like UNICEF sucking 98, 98 cents of a dollar away from your contribution and all the corrupt things. We heard about all the corruption that has been surfacing from the Red Cross. It's just absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, and, you know, this is a, a dynamic whereby when you're making the contribution, it's going straight in uh, to help these people, to touch people's lives to bring people to Jesus, and, uh, you know, they have moved all the way through Africa, set up so many churches, and the discipleship evangelism dynamic is absolutely brilliant. I, you know, I could go through a history of John G. Lake and some of the letters that he wrote after he was evangelizing uh, places in the southern Af- of Africa, uh, and he was very disappointed that most of the uh, uh, indigenous people that he had uh, preached the gospel to had reverted back to their pagan ways. Uh, when he returned. And this dynamic is not happening because Sammy is brilliantly and anointedly, I don't know if that's a word, but it is, I'm going to make it a word, uh, in an anointed manner, he has um, uh, realized that he needs to turn these people into disciples. They need to grow uh, the, the body of Christ all throughout these different uh, lands throughout Africa. And uh, it's absolutely fabulous, the stuff that's happening. It is exactly what we are commissioned to do. And, uh, and you're you're leading the charge over there, and we just praise God for every moment that we, you know, are able to pray. Folks, please, just try somehow if you can. I, I work on it, too. You know, I pray for a lot of people, and just make yourself a note. Make yourself a note that when you're, on, when you're doing your morning prayers, when you are praising God, when you're spending alone time in the secret place of the Most High, make sure you lift them up. Lift up all of the people, all of the churches that they planted, all of the efforts that they have underway, all of the investments. Lift up Sammy and his wife Esther and, and their child and everybody and and just you know bring down the power of the Lord Jesus Christ and his angels to benefit everything that they have planted over there and also to continue uh, to be able to you know in, in whatever way that you can in whatever manner because there's nothing I mean folks everything means something today and when we're when we gather together in a big group like we are we're able to change people's lives by contributing and knowing in our hearts that we're not getting taken advantage of, that this is actually working and it is changing an untold number of people's lives and their eternities forever and ever. Sammy, God bless you. Thank you for joining us tonight. The work that you're doing over there, I saw the 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 uh, the well that you drilled for the Messiah. I saw the Messiah gathering around it. That is a major undertaking, brother. Let me tell you something. I am just absolutely blown away by all the awesome stuff that you're doing for everybody over there. God bless you, your wife, and everybody that's involved. Thank you so much. Amen. 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 Praise God. And again, that's P-I-P-E-S, like Pipes in House, international.org. And yes, of course, I'm not going to be shy. They need your help. Everybody, you know, this is this is important. And you know what? The cool part about it is you don't need to worry about getting ripped off. You know, as a fact that it's touching and changing people's lives and their eternities forever. Praise God. That is a blessing. Thank you, Brother Sammy, for joining us tonight. God bless you, brother. All right, and on that note, we're going to go ahead. We got Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell. He's holding patiently. I'm going to see if I can blow through a few more pieces of news as fast as possible. I don't want to dwell on any of these if I if I can avoid it. Uh, and then we're going to bring on Brother Robert. All right, so let's go ahead and continue through these uh, last couple of news reports. And there's so much, folks, because of the outage with Blog Talk Radio. But anyway, let's go ahead and hit it and hit it hard. 
not normal. Wow. All right, praise God. Now, somebody, I forget who it was, and, and the who person is not, you know, they're very important, but it was brought to my attention by somebody, I forget who, forgive me, um, that I guess some people wanted an update on my knee surgery. All right. So, okay, real quick, I will just let you know that I just got back from a follow-up appointment and the removal of the stitches today, and they warned me. You know, um, the the uh, physician's assistant, um, I guess she's working her way to becoming an orthopedic surgeon, um, she, she said, did you want me to go over these, you know, photographs and everything with you to tell you exactly what went down during the surgery? And I said to her, I said, well, you know what, I don't really think that you need to. I do recall being kind of half out of it from the anesthesia. I remember the doctor wrestling my leg pretty much like a crocodile Dundee deal where, you know, and he, and he was evidently he was uh, he was having a hard time. Um, you know, so I and, he, and I do recall him also saying that there isn't a lot of meniscus left. Well, anyway, the PA uh, physician, physician's assistant said to me, she was basically nodding her head yes as I was and laughing when I mentioned the crocodile Dundee thing, but it's all true. Uh, as a matter of fact, the uh, surgeon, uh, while this was all in progress, when they realized that I was in pain because he was re- wrestling my leg like an alligator or a crocodile, uh, which is much worse, uh, he, he turned back uh, to, to, to the nurses and the anesthesiologists and said, "Put him under." Okay, so anyway, um, I told her, I said, I am fully aware uh, that the next thing is a, is a knee replacement. It is something that I definitely want to avoid. And she started giving me options, like you can go ahead and start using your elliptical trainer if you want to. Just take it easy, this, that, and the other thing. And we'll give you a full update of what we think you know y- you can and can't do or, or can do or whatever uh, at the next visit. I said, when's the next visit? She said, it'll be about four weeks from now, September 11th. And I said, you know what, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to go ahead and take it easy. So I'm going to hold off on working out. I'm going to hold off on anything. I'm going to do extra light duty until the final visit. Okay. And then um, at that point, they'll tell me what, you know, I don't want to cherry pick through stuff. They're saying things like you can't get on your knees, but you can ride the elliptical trainer. But if you're going to ride the elliptical trainer, you have to go at a certain kind of a speed. And I like thinking to myself, what am I going to do? Write a miniature book on what I can and can't do. You know, I can do this, but I can't do that. I can do that. I can't do that. I can do this. And I'm like, forget it. I just told her, I said, I'll wait till September 11th and I'll get the final verdict. And then you tell me where I'm at. I said, I I understand the risk and I understand what will come up next. And I told her, I said, I don't do any high impact sports. I don't play basketball. I don't play tennis. Those are the kinds of sports where, let me tell you something. It's a good thing that I'm not playing on the racquetball circuit because I was mean at racquetball. Very, very good at racquetball. I used to be a part of the the, uh, the International Racquetball Association, and I would whoop some cheek. Okay, but I, I you know that that you can't do that now. I can't do that now because I'm getting old. But you know what? Jesus is almost there. Well, he's coming for us, and we're almost going to be standing before him. Pray always to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before the Son of Man. H two O two six drops. Right on. Hallelujah. All right, next one up. 
Russian RF forces are moving in big time toward the Ukraine. So I'm just going to share with you that I have an untold number, I don't know how many, of videos of literally, I mean, I'm talking about like miles and miles and miles and miles, probably 20, 30 miles of military equipment moving in from Russia, from the Russian side into the Ukraine. And it's it's. It's untold numbers. I mean, it's literally untold numbers. I don't think you can quantify it. And so uh, they're all talking about it, chitter-chattering back and forth and saying, oh, wow, BM-21 grab machines. coming." And what they're trying to say, what the people that are analyzing this massive movement of forces and, and, and military equipment, what they're saying is, here comes the big one. Okay, I'm just letting you know. All right. Another report comes in and says that the, that the Kremlin is reporting to the United Nations that they are now going under martial law. The Kremlin is required under its own laws to notify the United Nations of its intent to order martial law in Russia. This is a prelude to widespread, widespread mobilization. The Moscow regime has already declared martial law and uh, in the illegally and temporarily occupied regions of the Ukraine. This person, her name is Sarah. I disagree with her. I think that they did everything 100% legally. And if anybody did anything illegal, it was the Antichrist and his cohort, the shape-shifting reptilian Biden and the other uh, creepy entities from the bowels of hell, okay, that are, you know, manipulating this entire, ultimately the entire world right now. All right. I got another head, uh, another headline right here. More Russian equipment moving into the front convoy of Russian equipment seen in Omsk, O-M-S-K, region supposedly traveling in the direction of the Ukrainian front. And by the way, this is flatbed trains and it's just tanks as far as the eye can see. Tanks and military trucks as far as the eye can see for sure. So there's something big coming up. All right. And of course, with the declaration to the United Nations, I think it's pretty transparent. All right. Another report says war equipment is moving into Poland. So on the opposite side of the Ukraine, we have the same dynamic occurring where tanks upon tanks upon tanks, endless dozens, untold numbers of miles of, of advanced military equipment is coming from the West into Poland, which they believe, you know, the collective they believe is going to be an effort on the part of the Polish armies with the West equipment to go in and take over and occupy the Western part of the Ukraine, which, you know, what's going to happen? We don't know. Um, but uh, keep your eye on that because it's all pointing to kind of like, you know, World War Three. So anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Another headline up. Another massive attack near Putin's house. Another massive mystery fire strikes Moscow, this time just miles away from Putin's res residence. I have the actual uh, you know, photograph of that explosion. If this was only a few miles away from Putin's house, uh, I would see exactly why he would tell the United Nations that we're going under martial law and why there are untold numbers of miles of military equipment being moved in very, very rapidly. And by the way, there are also, uh, once again, I don't know what the number would be, so I'll just say untold numbers of uh, uh, cruise missiles and new attacks coming in from the Russian Federation in the area known as Odessa. Okay, praise God. So anyway, if you, if you think of it and you don't mind writing this down in your morning prayers to please lift up Tatiana and her mother who lives in Odessa, uh, she's a um, – her and I talk every single day. So anyway, praise God. Thank you for your prayers. Hallelujah. We move on.
ECOWAS chief requests 25,000 troops. ECOWAS, which is the uh, group of uh, African nations that surround Niger and uh, also some of the other one, uh, small number of other countries. It's made up of Senegal, Benin, uh, Ivory Coast, and some other countries as well. Uh, they are uh, they have over 25,000 troops that are lined up to go in and start a war in Niger. Niger says, take your Illuminati French-speaking Macron honey cheeks out of here. Get lost. Okay, and the Wagner group is moving in to support Niger, so that looks like it's going to get pretty ugly pretty fast. Another headline reads, France backs ECOWAS to push reverse uh, to reverse the Niger military coup. And, of course, the new leader of Niger, who is only about 35 years old, says, no, get lost. Forget about it. We can do – we're our own independent country. You have done nothing but held us down uh, and that kind of thing. So – uh, on and on and on it goes. We do not know where it's going to end up, but it looks like it's going to end up in another war front in the northern half of the continent of Africa. Another another report says uh, Niger coup. Uh, Russia warns ECOWAS not to take military action. So that would be part of the Wagner ter- uh, team. Uh, and uh, they, they're literally, this is heavy-duty stuff, folks. Okay, so they're getting ready. So the latest update on the ni- Niger position is that ECOWAS political agenda for ni- Niger is that the commissioner of the organization made a statement on political uh, settlement on the situation of the Western African state. We are committed to ending the coup d'etat in Niger and will not allow the contagion of the coup d'etat to spread. Hmm. wonder what you're going to do. Well, I guess we can fill in the blanks. Next one says, we do not doubt the military option regarding Niger, and it always has been under consideration. The president of Niger must be reinstated, the old one that is, and we intend to restore the constitutional rule as soon as possible. The next one reads, we will not put up the threats of the Putschists, Putschist, I don't know that word, in Niger in connection with the assassination of the detained President Bazoum. Okay, so again, they're just, they're gathering with the help of Wagner, and it doesn't look, it's, it's not getting any better, it's getting worse. All right, next headline up. North Korea fires a general and then says we must prepare for war. So Kim Jong-un is telling his top generals in a meeting, and it's been made public worldwide, that they are now on an official World War III war footing. Okay, so we've heard that several times from China. We've heard that several times from North Korea. Let's see where that ends up. I think we have a pretty good idea. All right, next headline up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. The Jerusalem Post says that Iran is close to testing nuclear weapons for the first time ever, according to European intelligence. That would be so far past Netanyahu's red line, I pretty sure you couldn't measure it. All right, another headline, Matt Getz believes that they can immunize Donald Trump. Now, I'm not going to play this a little bit because Matt Getz's position on the protection of Donald Trump has one incredibly huge Grand Canyon-sized gap in it, and that is that if they don't, you know, if Merrick Garland doesn't prosecute the way that we tell him that he needs to do it and all this other thing, we're going to go ahead and go after him and impeach him. And I'm like, You know, we appreciate your enthusiasm. Your heart is in the right place. But until you figure out you're dealing with Draco reptilians that are under control of trillions of dollars worth of satanic money, then you don't know what you're up against. Sorry. 
All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Here we go. Elon Musk, Twitter and Trump account. Okay, so this one goes on. Uh, again, there's so many people that are so utterly, utterly tears in their eyes, hopeful that this onslaught on Donald Trump and all of the, uh, um, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's truly unbelievable. But I'm just watching it all go by because I know that God's got it in control. And if God wants Trump to take it to 2024 thing, then he'll allow it. But there's still an awful lot of exceedingly qualified specialists out there like Colonel Douglas McGregor and uh, General uh, uh, Flynn uh, out there saying that they don't see a 2024 election even happening. Okay, it's not that they're, they're giving up on Donald Trump per se. It's not like that. It's just that there's so much unsureness going on and the the – quadrillions of dollars that are being thrown at putting him behind bars so he can't even, you know, be on the campaign trail. It's just amazing. I mean, they're inventing all kinds of insane things that are so unbelievably illegal and unlawful. And um, so everybody's, you know, pretty much people who are in the know are just sitting back looking at it with their mouths hanging open going, you've got to be kidding me. All right, don't forget that on April 8th of 2024, there's going to be that final eclipse that goes over the central part of the United States and marks the central part of the United States round about the position where many of us believe, prophetically speaking, will begin the Civil War outbreak in the United States of Babylon the Great. I find it exceedingly interesting that that happens on April 8th of 2024. Although, if see, now, if I don't know. So Alex Jones thinks they're going to blow up Donald Trump's airplane. Okay, so you sort of see where this is heading. All of them can be correct. All of them can be correct. We don't know. We got to watch. We got to pray, just like we're commanded to. Praise God. All right, next one up. Senator Whitehouse questions Alabama Attorney General about Biden, and this is absolutely a brilliant piece here. I'd like to go ahead and play it. Oh, gosh, there's so many headlines. I'm not going to play it for you, but basically uh, this particular senator, Senator Whitehouse, is hammering the Attorney General in Alabama, and he's saying, do you believe that Joe Biden is the duly elected president of the United States of America? And then the, <laughs> and then the Attorney General from Alabama goes, Joe Biden is the president of the United States. And then the guy asked the question again the same way. The duly elected president of the United and the and the AG from Alabama goes, Joe Biden is the president of the United States. And they go back like this like eight times. And then and then White House says to the AG in Alabama, he goes, So am I under the impression that you don't really believe that Biden's duly elected? And he responds Joe Biden is the president of the United States. And that's how it ends. It's absolutely brilliant. It's just one of those things. You know, you almost want to make that your, your, the ringer for your phone. It's just that good. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Tyson Foods Chicken, the Tyson CEO on chicken plant closures. There hasn't been a more challenging time, he says. And that, by the way, is what you know, what is known as a British understatement to to be outdone. It doesn't get, that is the out, understatement probably of the last hundred years. 
That's how bad things are. And um, uh, if that's any kind of a thermometer or measuring t- a stick, if you will, a plumb line to indicate where things are going, um, oh, my. And then um, I was very happy, though, to get a, get a hold of uh, some of the 18 packs of eggs for a reasonable price. So it's weird because, like, you know, I tried um, – I like to give my dogs pig's ears uh, during every radio show. And, um, you know, so I don't know. But I went to refill their pig's ears. And um, they've dropped 50% in price. So I don't really know what's going on with all the weird stuff that's going on out there. I'm just watching it all go by. I wish it would just all end. Okay, that's just how I feel. I want to go to the wedding supper. I want to get out of here. Um, I've been doing this for 12 years. Uh, it has not been a picnic. Okay? By no, stretch of the, by no stretch of the wildest imagination of any human being on the face of planet Earth has been doing this show been a picnic. All right? Praise God. But I do praise Jesus for the opportunity to be able to do this and to be able to help, even if I help just a couple of people. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right, next one up. Baffled scientists detect massive unexplained radiation from the sun, according to studies. Okay, so they got all kinds of weird sun disturbances and things happening out there in the uh, 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 in in our solar system, which, of course, to us should be absolutely no big surprise. Praise God. COVID-19, worst drug disaster in the history, according to Japan. So they've come out and officially named it the worst drug event that has ever happened, at least, and they mentioned, in the last 44 years. So they're very public about it. They're very mad about it. And they're very similar to how India is right now. And India is basically telling Pfizer and Moderna, get lost, which I think is great. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. The Epic Times reports the medical board suspends the license of a doctor critical of COVID-19 vaccines. So they're still fighting. They're still doing horrible things. But this is about Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and her license being revoked, which is kind of sad. It's All of them are sad, not just hers, but all of them are. All right, another headline reads, doctors can prescribe, get this, ivermectin for COVID-19 now, according to a Food and Drug Administration lawyer. So doctors are free to prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID-19. A lawyer representing the United States FDA has said this week, and it goes on to explain all the if, ands, and buts, and the case number, and this, you know, and of course, nobody's going to tell you. But if you do want to buy ivermectin online, I do recommend this. I bought some from these guys before. Before, uh, they they what they do is they want to stay on the down low. Okay, they don't want to they don't want the evil ones and the reptilians to know that they're selling ivermectin. Um, uh, but basically, the website is www.nextlevel444.com. www.nextlevel 444.com. Okay, and what it is is they, you got to tell them that you want to buy a Lifesaver sticker pack for 100 bucks, and you're going to get so many Lifesaver stickers. What they're really saying is you're going to get 100, you know, 12 milligram uh, uh, ivermectin tablets. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. But I bought from them before, and uh, they're the real deal. You're going to get the real thing. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Closer to bringing lab-grown meat to the dinner table. And what's really creepy about that is, according to some some folks out there that are, have been studying such things, which does not include me, um, uh, is that uh, evidently they're growing these meats, uh, these meats that are lab-grown, from a batch of extremely deadly cancer cells. Well, if they're parasites, then that's what they are. They're, they're egg sacs of parasites. 
creepy stuff. Just so creepy. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Here we go. Britain trapped in a lockdown. Who will debunk the fake news that has Great Britain trapped in a lockdown? And it goes on to explain it. It's now been three months since the launch of the BBC Verify, which pledges to use modern tools to get to the truth of what's going on. That is a lie from the devil. Nothing that the BBC has ever done has been above board. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. They are part of the control grid if they're not the epicenter of the control grid. And it is evil incarnate. Next one up. Uh, another grain storage facility burns in France. Next one up. Hallelujah. Hot tub like Persian golf fuels 158 degrees Fahrenheit in Iran. Can you imagine that? That's unimaginable. It's 111.2 degrees Fahrenheit in Spain a couple of days ago. There are, they are expecting and they are announcing the likelihood of rolling blackouts being used in North America. EPA's new climate rule would cause rolling blackouts in huge swaths across the United States of America from sea to shining sea. Next one up. Uganda cuts off from the World Bank. We don't want nothing to do with you. We're not taking any loans from you because you are trying to push sodomy on us. And Uganda's going, get out of this country, you sick LGBT LMNP people. And I'm like, you know, every time I hear that, I'm like, this is great. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And the more people, that, you know, and you know the funny thing about it? Well, it's not a funny thing, but it's an odd thing. It's an interesting thing is that when you look into who's who in the zoo out there in the different countries, you will discover that the BRICS nations, those that are siding with the Russian Federation and Putin and, all, and, and those groups, uh, guess what? They're all anti-LGBT, LMRP. So it's almost like the Antichrist and Michael – against the rest of the world in a sick, sad, twisted sort of way. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. 59 fires were just recently set in Russia, covering over 250,000 hectares. All right, so again, that's just Russia. Local Louisiana fires are now taken off at Sabine Parish, Louisiana. Multiple fire crews respond to the scene of large woods fire in Sabine Parish on Monday afternoon. Next one up, Living Earth Mulch Company fire in Texas. Something said it. It's a huge fire. We do not know what the current status of it is at this moment in time. Next one up. Lane County Bedrock Fire in Oregon has now taken off. Okay, so again, developing, it says, Oregon Level 1 and Level 2 evacuations in order have been issued by Lane County for what they are calling the Bedrock Fire, which, by the way, has nothing to do with Fred Flintstone. Next one up. Massive wildfire outbreaks in Canada. It says, next up, Canada. This stuff is out of control. Except it doesn't say stuff. It says another word. Massive wildfire outbreaks have broken out in the north. Western territories of Canada are burning hundreds of thousands of acres just a few hours uh, in just a few hours. And then they actually show a map where all the fires are located, and it's a lot. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I know that's not very eloquent to say it's a lot, but trust me, it's a lot. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Fires in France. It's France now. Uh, and it is. So it's. It, do we know all the places in the world right now? We, I mean, we just, we just announced what? Let's see. Russia, France, um, several places in the United States. We know about Hawaii. I mean, is there a limit to it? And how much more is it? I mean, if they're going to use these uh, directed energy weapons for this stuff, then what's to stop them from just burning the whole earth? You know what I mean? I, it's like I, I don't think there is anything to stop them. Our Heavenly Father isn't. 
So I don't know where this is all going to head. I do acknowledge that it is now August the 16th, and we are very – now, for people who live up in Michigan, God bless you, and congratulations on your 65-degree weather. We down here in Tampa are baking like – we're baking like bacon. (laughs) Okay, we're baking like bacon still. That's why I had to get myself a United States Marine Corps haircut. I gave it to myself, and I'm, by golly, I'm sporting it pretty well. All right, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Gulf of Mexico waters are hot, uh, are the hottest on record uh, in the coastal areas. According to this particular map, it shows a heat map of the uh, Gulf of Mexico. All i got to say is, my goodness gracious, I pray in the name of Jesus that no hurricanes make it that far, because if they do, whoever gets hit, it's going to be a real, real, real bad day. And on that note, let's bring on Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell. Hallelujah. Here we go. Hello, Rob. Hey, how are, how are you? you? I'm okay. Me? Thanks, uh, I'm yes. How are you doing? What's going on over there? I'm okay. How's wheels? Any fires? Okay. Any fires? Uh, both is nice and sunny. Uh, not not that warm. It's only in the 60s. But then for British people, as I noticed, uh, what they call a heat wave is it when it is in the late or in the high 60s and low 70s, and that is what they call here in Wales a heat wave. It's insane, but okay, it is as it is. But, yes, it's it's okay here. And, yeah, especially in comparison, but we see, of course, around the west of the world, and with all the fires, being uh, put on by the global elite, especially what we saw in uh, Hawaii, but to me seems a power grab by the elite as well, because part of their plan is to make Hawaii uh, a massive 15-minute city area, especially uh, the particular town that was burned down in which no one wanted to sell their uh, their properties. If you know the city that I mean that has been burned down over the what's the last yeah, high Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. uh you're yeah. right and it's uh it's worse than that. They have I mean it's you know so let's let's add a little bit of flavor or color to it. The reality is and I know that you know this the reality is that the insurance companies have started en masse by the gazillions to contact the property owners, the ones that are still alive, that they didn't murder, uh, and tell them that due to some bizarre little-known zoning laws, that they're not going to be able to allow them to rebuild their homes. Now, right after the insurance companies tell them they're not going to be allowed to rebuild their homes because of some lying, satanic law that they claim exists, which we all know is a lie. We know it's a lie. Then, right after that, 
some entity puppet from the World Economic Forum calls up all the people right behind the insurance people and says, oh, we'll offer you this big chunk of money for your property that you can't rebuild on, that you won't get an insurance settlement for. Uh, and evidently, there's an awful lot of them that are rejecting all of the above. Um, where it's going to end up, I don't know, but I have a feeling the Maui story isn't going to go away for a really, really long time. So I have a feeling we'll be hearing more and more and more and more and more about Maui, if my guess is correct, for probably the next four months, maybe longer. Go ahead. Probably, yes. And yeah, concerning the whole LGTB, what you also mentioned, and it seems the U.S. seems to double down on it uh, if it comes to the transgender agenda and everything else with uh, operation on children. Well, a majority of West European countries, including the U.K., has said uh, no operations on children under 18. But, uh, yeah, the uh, lobby in the U.S. has been saying, wait a minute, Europe is wrong and we are right, and they have been doubling down on it. It's such an insanity. It really is. And the whole transgender issue, it only plays in West Europe and the U.S. And no doubt Australia and New Zealand are part of the Western world. Because my fiancé, who is still in Africa, they never heard over there about the whole transgender issue. If you had to talk about transgenders with them, they will laugh in your face because most of them probably don't have a clue what you're talking about. So, yeah, I feel sorry for all those parents with kids and what they try to do with those kids. And it is time that People in America waking up and that they are standing up to this because otherwise we're destroying a whole generation of kids but will be for life mutilated and on medication because with the whole transgender issue, we also created a transgender uh, industrial complex in the same manner that we created a COVID industrial complex. Not to talk about the military industrial complex and what else, and the, and the medical, pharmaceutical industrial complex that is out there. So it's and not an insanity, but... Say again? That's another one. Well, Congress in the United States of America has coined the phrase censorship industrial okay. complex. Yeah. I mean, there are so many industrial complexes yeah. out there. It's like, yeah, <laughs> there's stuff That's popping in my head one. right now that I, I don't, I'm not at liberty to share some of the things that are popping into my head right now <laughs> that, that you could say we're an industrial complex because it's kind of, you know, unacceptable. But, um, yeah, no, it's insane. It's like you just put that industrial complex and anything. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich, industrial complex. <laughs> you know, it's like a cat lovers, yeah. industrial complex. <laughs> You know, dog poop industrial complex. <laughs> it never ends. Oh, it's like whatever. I know. The world just... it's, such an insane... it's such an insanity. And 
Uh, apparently, uh, the Melinda and Bill Gates uh, Foundation did another roundtable with uh, the WHO and other partners, and they talked about an enterovirus. Polio, by the way, is also one of those enterovirus. And enterovirus? Suddenly, yeah. No, enterovirus. And... Suddenly, over the last couple of months... How do you spell it? How do you spell it? E-N-T-R-O? Yes. But lately, there has been a lot of talk talk again about uh, polio. I wonder why. Uh, Because, yeah, uh, they, they... Also, they said, of course, because COVID didn't affect children as much as they have, of course, hoped. So the next virus will be mainly directed on children. It's such an insanity. Uh, yeah, but then we talk about demons. Yeah, the word is actually enterovirus. E-N-T-E-R-O-V-I-R-U-S. And you can look it up if you want to, but believe it or not, you know where it takes you? When you type in enterovirus, it takes you right to kidshealth.org. Kids Health. So, yeah, you're right. They're going after the kids next. But I think, they, yeah. they, the, I think the, the tabletop exercise that they did, uh, what did they call it, Sears or something like that, S-E-E-R-S? And they said it was going to like kill kids in a short time, period of time or something like that, yeah. But Pretty they sick. did one in 2019, September, and that was about the COVID vaccine. The same COVID that broke out in, no, in October 2019 in uh, China. Of course, the Chinese now claim, oh, yeah, it was the American soldiers that brought it with them because they had the military games in October 2019 in Wuhan. Uh, so, yeah, of course, they blame the American brothers with them and all that. But, yeah, they did about the COVID vaccine. Uh, they did a uh, roundtable table exercise in September 2019. And with the new one that they did, recently did in last year, the date that they gave for the new virus was 2025, I think. And the target uh, area that they used was Brazil. In other words, either South or Central America. Because they used the target uh, area for the COVID in 2019 as Asia. And we all know where it now came from, China. So it's interesting to watch uh, what will develop over the la- over the next six plus a month, if not sooner or later. But nonetheless, uh, it is interesting to see. uh, And then, of course, next year, we have the signing, of course, to the the World Health Organization, the uh, pandemic treaty that they're working on, of course, behind the scenes. Uh, So far in the UK, they had in Parliament discussions about it, and of course, they are whatever good 
at uh, the who did during COVID. But so far, I haven't heard anything in the U.S., either in the media or even in Congress, that they even discussed about the uh, pandemic treaty. It makes me even wonder for the U.S., how many people are aware about it? That the signing of this to the United to the to the WHO will be next year, and I would be surprised that the U.S. completely will roll over, uh, and that they will give their freedoms away so that the WHO can de- decide when and what a pandemic is, and that all countries then have to go into a lockdown. I wonder with the UK. Uh, of John, uh, the UK's fun, dude. The, the UK's toast. Mm-hmm. It's not even. It's not even a viable country anymore. I'm sorry. Hide in Wales and keep your head down because the United Kingdom is gone. Okay, you got Charles as this king who just needs to be yeah. drawn and quartered, thrown into a gigantic meat grinder or a wood chipper okay and and your whole country the whole the whole doggone country is they're drunk they're punch drunk on their own ignorance okay that you know and i i'm very happy that a few of the the small towns uh that they instituted 15 minute cities in have pushed back and you know um they were, we'll just say for the time being, they've been un- unsuccessful in a lot of the locations doing it. But it, 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 there's something, ima- I mean, I, I love Great Britain. I think there's a lot of wonderful things, super cool history, all that kind of stuff. But there's something wrong with the people there. You know, that they let, they let that crown, that's what they call it, makes me want to Ralph. They let that crown walk over them. And the country's gone. It's toast. They're like the very first, um, what would you call it? They're like ground zero for the economic forum. They're ground zero for WEF. Part of the center of the spider has always been the UK. And, of course, the target, one of the main targets in the Western world, 40 global elite in order to bring down is the U.S. And that is why they are doing all their best to bring down the economy and the democracy in the U.S. because they always believed if we can break down the U.S. as first, then the rest of Europe will follow. But part of the spider, part of the central part of the spider has always been uh, Britain. Because the main part of the Illuminati came from here. So it is no surprise that this country is, as you said, toast and gone. And it is sad, but it is true. And I don't see enough people here in the UK standing up and not even waking up to this. Because they are, they are for one, a lot of them, they're watching this BS. TV and are so enthralled in uh, whatever this demonic entity called the BBC uh, blaring out into the into the ether and ITV and whatever stations you have. Yeah, the UK 
but in Europe, it's certainly toast. And I think most of Western Europe, uh, they all will fall for this treaty when it uh, will be signed, including the United States, I'm afraid. I don't see also in the next... It's mm-hmm. it's um it's a combination of the World Health Organization and the United Nations. So now yeah. it's not just WHO; it's now the WHO plus the UNI- the UN. So when they sign one treaty, they're ultimately going to be signing both treaties, and at that point there will be no. Well, the world will be it's over. It's game over. It's game over because the first time they trump trump up some imaginary problem, they're just going to steamroll over whatever country they feel like steamrolling over. I mean, it really is just yeah. that simple. And, uh, yeah, and um, we have the whole thing, what's going on back in the States with Donald Trump. And I think he got now his fourth indictment, I think, that came in last week. No, I wonder I was... how many others they will come up. Well, let's see how many there are. I'll search on the internet. Let's look on the internet. Okay. How I many? I think so far it's four. Georgia. Trump. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's four I right now. Thi- I don't think, yeah, I don't think we have seen the end of it. Because they will do anything, including throwing the kitchen sink on it. But they don't seem to realize the more they do this to Trump, the more the people behind Trump stand strong with him. And so I wouldn't be surprised that we could see an election in which Trump even could be elected if God allows it, even when he would be in jail. It is insane to think about it, but that certainly is possible because... Yeah, he can can run... From jail. He can run. The more that, from uh, that they do to Trump, uh, uh, the more that his supporters, but also that non-supporters will see what is going on. And they make from Trump a martyr. That is, that they, they seem to be so blind in their hatred that they don't seem to realize that they eventually make in Trump a martyr. It's such an insanity. And... Then you had, I think, this, was it this week or last week that you had this Hillary Clinton on TV talking about truth? Oh, my God. It's such an insanity. Truth from her out of her mouth? Sorry. It's such an insanity. It, It really is. And... America now certainly is a mockery if it comes to democracy because we see now techniques being used, what you see in a banana republic. America technically is now just a banana republic, sadly enough, like Venezuela or any of the other states. So, so like, okay, so check it out. So when Trump goes into... We'll just take a place. We'll just make up a place. So we'll pretend that Trump goes to Alabama and he goes into an open field and he's going to have some kind of a whatever uh, Trump rally. They'll be like, you know, 
25, 30,000 people that show up. The point I guess I'm getting at in a roundabout sort of way is that the while there are those out there that are going to say things, you know, like the United States is a banana republic and all that kind of stuff, the reality is that the people that live here are not as stupid as the rest of the world thinks they are. The reason why Donald Trump can walk into an open field practically unannounced and have 30, 40, 50,000 people show up, meaning, meaning business. When they show up, they mean business. And there are a lot of them that have made it exceedingly clear that they are willing to take guns or whatever it takes to recover this republic. Because Now, I am anti-gun because my citizenship is in heaven. That's what my Bible says. That's all I care about. Yeah. But the rest of the American citizenry, they don't feel that way. They're real big on the Second Amendment. And the Second Amendment has nothing to do with people having a right to go buy a gun. That's what everybody seems to think that it means. It has nothing to do with that. The Second Amendment of the United States of America has everything. It's 100% focused on one thing and one thing only. And that is to put the power in the hands of the people to recover the country when, not if, but when treason occurs. And the people that are ruling the country are treasonists. It is meant to enable the people of the country to take out the White House and destroy it. That is the purpose of the Second Amendment. It doesn't have anything to do with little Johnny's BB gun. Or whether somebody can have an extended, you know, uh, uh, you know, gizmo or something or whatever for a particular type of rifle it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the ability of the people to take the country back from treasonous traitors and shape-shifting reptilians. As a matter of fact, I'm kind of disappointed yeah. that, the, that the Constitution doesn't actually mention reptilians in it. But anyway, that's a whole different problem. Um, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so people yeah. are looking on from afar. They're looking from Latvia. They're looking on from Romania. Uh, if they're not paying too much attention to the Ukraine, they're looking from the United Kingdom, they're looking from Canada, wherever it is, and they're saying, man, what's the matter with the people of the United States? They're all converting their babies, chopping off their various body parts and turning them into like miniature versions of uh, Michael Obama. And they're sitting there, you know, uh, punch drunk and having no idea, you know, and, and making stupid, unfortunately ignorant assumptions, okay, that, that, that the United States and the people that live here have lost their ever-loving mind, which, by the way, I can see how they could draw that conclusion, but if they're drawing that conclusion, it's because they are ignorant. Okay, they do not know what is going on. They do not know what the people are thinking. They do not know how many people are gathering to support Trump. They do not realize that these people are smart enough to know. The thing about it is the people in this country who do not – who know that they're getting uh, 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 sodomized, okay, by these entities from the bowels of hell, okay, th th they're smart. They're intelligent. The intelligent people who live in this country are not the people that do Antifa and BLM stuff. The intelligent people who live in this country, the conservatives that live in this country are intellectuals. And they know, they can look around them. They know doggone well that there is a bunch of 
evil, shape-shifting, satanic stuff going on. They know that they're putting people in jail for untold, you know, for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years in some cases, illegally because of a false flag event that was completely made up by filthy horrible entities uh, that, that were allowed to get away with it. The whole J6 thing was a complete setup. Problem is the intellectuals who understand exactly what is going on are too smart to go to jail. They're waiting for the right time. And when that time comes, the world will see what the world will never believe would happen. It's going to be bad. Just like the, the audio uh, bit that I have that I play sometimes on this program, that the, uh, that the uh, um, American revolutions or the American riots will be the worst that the world has ever seen. I don't know if – have I ever played that for you? I don't know. Uh-oh. He dropped. Call back, Robert. Call back. I'll keep my eyes open. I know he'll, he'll call right back. But in the meantime, while we're waiting, um, American riots. Let's see if that comes up. Okay. Let's see. Yep. Here it is. Let's play this. America very, very is still relevant. deep in denial, which is the first stage of the awakening. This denial will be wiped away when the dollar collapses. For now, the economy is still functioning and food and fuel are still available. The lights turn on and American Idol is still the center of attention. Americans still have the illusion of wealth and normalcy. They are still stuck in the false left-right paradigm and think that some other sock puppet will turn things around. When the dollar collapses, all American illusions will collapse with it. Deep denial will turn into deep anger. The violence I expect in all urban areas in the United States will make all other global riots pale in comparison. America is deeply infused with arrogance, denial, narcissism, drugs, and violence. There is no other society that I know of that has the degree of intensity and combination of these factors. So here are the five reasons why American riots will be the worst in the world. Number one, arrogance. And it seems that I can hear God saying to America, you are too arrogant. All of our lives we've been fed the lie that somehow we are better than everybody else. We believe this so much that we feel it's morally acceptable to stick our noses in everybody's business. We have 777 military bases all over the world. Our currency is the world's reserve currency. We control most of the international organizations like the UN, IMF, and World Bank. We control the world's shipping lanes. Our media is the most popular and sought-after propaganda in the world. Our corporations harvest the resources that our empire provides. This has led to the feeling that the American way of life is not negotiable. We print debt and we consume. This way of life was only possible by the very real and hard sacrifices made by Americans long dead. America today is nothing more than a spoiled brat blowing through the last of its inheritance. The only thing that the United States is number one at is spreading debt and death. This American arrogance will be turned on to other Americans as the dollar collapses. We will no longer be able to maintain a global empire of force without a functioning currency. All of our troops will be forced to come home, and we will no longer be able to import 25% of the world's oil. This sudden shift will turn arrogant Americans on each other as they seek to enforce their inflated sense of self-worth onto others. They will think that the world somehow owes them something, and they believe that lesser people should be made to sacrifice for them. After all, Dick Cheney did say, the American way of life is not negotiable. Everything is fine today. That is our illusion. Voltaire. The second factor, and what will make American riots the worst, is denial. For those that aren't arrogant, 
they are in denial, and somehow they will be okay, as they are good people. They believe that America will recover and the American dream is still alive. They believe this because they either lack the ability to logically see through the lies, or they believe that people ruling them have the same morals as they do. You cannot spread freedom with war. A nation cannot enforce their will upon another nation any more than you can enforce your will upon another. There will always be blowback, and of course that is the plan of your rulers. They do not share the same values as you do. They seek to create chaos and division so that they can garner more power and profits. You can ignore reality, but you cannot ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. Ayn Rand. The dollar collapse will end the ability of the average American to deny their active or passive participation in the dominance of the world by spreading debt and death. When people's entire life savings are wiped away, they will wonder what their life has been all about. All of the missed times with their family, connections with others, have been stained by the pursuit of material gains. Only when everything is taken from them will they start to see the real importance of life. Many will not be able to come to terms with this coming reality. Number three on the list is narcissism. The amount of narcissism in America is epidemic. The fascination with celebrities and their clothes consumes so many women. Men are addicted to worshipping sports figures. We have a fear of competition and we view others as enemies. This leads to shallow and transitory relationships. Americans consume their way into debt as they try to create an outer facade to hide the inner void in their vapid lives. The baby boomer generation is known as the me generation. Their obsessive pursuit of material possessions was matched by their embrace of debt. The dollar collapse is going to hit the baby boomers the hardest as they're forced to come to terms with the trail of pain that they have left in their wake. Broken families and debt are just the tip of the iceberg. The war and the debt machines they enabled and unleashed upon the world is a much harder reality that they will have to deal with. The real problem is the sad fact that most of them will be too old to get a second chance on life. Number four, drugs. Millions of Americans have turned to drugs to fill the void of their true purpose in their lives. Instead of dealing with a past hurt or seeking a higher purpose in their lives by helping others and using their natural talents to make the world better, people turn to drugs. The worst kind of drugs are the ones that people believe that are making them better. Powerful psychotropic drugs like selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors or more commonly known as SSRIs or antidepressants. These drugs are extremely powerful and can cause psychotic breaks that lead to violence if they come off them too soon. I would say that these drugs are much more powerful than guns because they cause people to break from reality and cause violence. But I do want to warn everybody of one thing. Nearly 10% of the country, or 27 million Americans, are on these antidepressants. Knowing that there is only a one-month supply in the system and the kind of psychotic breaks that will happen if these people come off these drugs too fast, this is definitely not a good thing. When the dollar collapses, we will not only have to worry about the 7-10 to 10 day supply of food and fuel in the system, we will also have to worry about the 1 in 10 Americans who are not going to be medicated when their world paradigm collapses. The fifth reason why American riots will be the worst is violence. Violence has been a part of the American culture since the beginning of our country. We have the most armed population and the highest crime rates in the world. The violence we will see in some parts of this country will be as bad as the reign of terror from the French Revolution. Some parts of this country will try to confront a post-dollar paradigm by embracing freedom and honest money. Others will try to hold on to power by becoming more tyrannical and finding enemies with their neighbors. We are surrounded by violence, and we have been desensitized to antisocial behavior. Our movies and video games show killings of others, but rarely the consequences of those actions. Other antisocial behavior has been normalized. I even realized that some of my favorite shows, like Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm, was really all about normalizing antisocial behavior. In fact, in the season finale of Seinfeld, it was based off of a man getting mugged, 
and all four main characters not only not helping the man, but actually making fun of the man as he's violently robbed. This lack of empathy is at the root of our problems. So now we have a society that cares only about themselves and their own materialistic needs. But we also have a society that no longer cares about other people's feelings. The American riots will be the worst in the world because of the amount of arrogance, denial, narcissism, drugs, and violence in our country. These factors are systemic and affect every level of society. I do fear that our nation is sick enough to unleash a series of false flag events and spread our violence even further. Hey, uh, John. Yep, I have that. Mike's yours. Thanks for calling back. I lost uh, my connection somehow. So, but what he says in the in the video is completely right and. Another thing, uh, they have, of course, already planned a number of contingencies for the future in false flags. We already saw, if you remember, was it over the past couple of weeks, <clears throat> those so-called Pentagon whistleblowers about these uh, UAPs. What, again, uh, was all, it's all a load of baloney because they call themselves whistleblowers, and they couldn't even answer the basic questions without saying, oh, we can only tell you that in a skip. That, that was an, another exercise for the Pentagon for uh, to get more money, because they're going to prop up for the future a false flag alien attack, and that is this all part of. And also... They need more money, but without any control and oversight from Congress. So if they can come up with a so-called invisible alien threat, and yeah, we have to build our space uh, weapons, a space base. Sorry, but we cannot show you because we cannot bring you there. But we need your money. That was all of this about, about the three uh, whistleblowers that came forward in the last Three, four weeks ago, if I'm correct, if you remember, before Congress. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so that that is another thing what they are planning, among a number of other things, but also the video, the guy in the video already mentioned, and yeah, the breakdown is already happening. Uh, as, as you can see around us. What do you think the next thing is that's going to happen? Um, oh yeah, we still got the whole Ukraine thing going on, of course. So that is certainly not over yet. And I'm not sure what NATO is planning. I don't think NATO will let it go because they have invested so much in it. And also their egos are not able to say, oh, I'm sorry, I was uh, wrong. So I think still going to see some something out of that. And as you already mentioned, they now bringing in so much uh, military material into Poland. So uh, I, I think we certainly could see a class between NATO and and, and with the Russians in the Ukraine. I still, we still could see that happening. I don't hold that as something as not in the realm of possibilities. 
because the global elite want a global world uh, world war for various reasons. Part of it, they still believe a world war can bring uh, depopulation, what they always wanted. Uh, so that is what they're still hoping. Um, but uh, also uh, other things as well. That yeah, the whole thing with the Ukraine, I think by far, it is finished. So that that is one thing. We got the whole the whole prep up of China as another enemy for the U.S. So that is another thing that we have to watch for. Not for China, but for the lies of the media that is spreading about China as being an enemy. So there are certainly on on the military front a couple of things that we have to watch out for uh, what could be used. So, uh, now yeah, we still, of course, have Nibiru out there and the effects that Nibiru will have on the planets in our solar system and on our own system as well. So that is another thing. So there are so many things that still can happen between now and, let's say, 40 months. Especially, yeah, 40 months also with the elections going on. I wouldn't be surprised that with the whole Ukraine and Russia that maybe the government will try and with the new virus coming up, that the government try to uh, say, oh, we can't do elections now because there is too much going on that could uh, bring danger. So I wouldn't be surprised that the government will try to pull that over the head of Americans. Although I don't think Americans will fall for that. At least I hope not. They're already uh, doing it. But how do you mean? Zelensky has indefinitely told the Ukrainian people that all elections are canceled until yeah, he says I otherwise. Yeah, but I mean for the U.S. I mean for the U.S. But what's to stop? What's to stop Biden from walking out and saying the same thing? What's to um, stop him? I don't think that the American people will take it that easy what as they, they seem to do it, in so Ukraine. Come on now, let's be fair. What are they going to do? They're going to go to Washington, uh, D.C. and start to at the White House? What are they going to do? Tell me what they're going to do. Yeah, that is, I don't, that, that is true. People stand for there, it. What does that mean? Yes, that is true. There's not much that the American people can do, uh, unfortunate. I don't see them marching to the White House and that they have to force the military. Uh, but, yeah, there, there are so many, many things that can happen. And I don't see certainly Biden not able, certainly not in an honest way, to go up against either Trump or whoever else is number two of, uh, who will be number two of the GOP, because he couldn't, he couldn't do that in 2020. He had a cheat with the help of the media and, and COVID. So, 
I don't see him running an honest campaign in 2024 if it's going to be Biden. But I wouldn't be surprised that instead of Biden, they may kind of go for Gavin Newsom. No way. <laughs> no, yeah, but I'm Democrats, just... you never know. You uh, never know with them. <laughs> so Civil war. Yes. Um, two words. That Civil is, That is war. the most likely scenario. It's the only thing left. It's the only thing left. Now, it is the only civil war will civil war will probably happen anyway because whoever can be chosen, you're going to have fifty percent of the country who will say, "Oh yeah, we don't believe that Biden is chosen according to uh, the elections," and the other fifty percent will say, "We will not fall that Trump has been uh, chosen as president." So. Whoever going to be chosen eventually, in if the election is going to take place, fifty percent of the country, one way or another, will not acknowledge that the one that is chosen officially, according to whatever they claim. So we're going to, and I don't see this happening for only twenty twenty four. But onwards to 2028 and even probably 2032, if we're going to get that far, to be honest. But um, the, the next 13, 14 months, it's interesting to see the things, what will happen. And as you already said, with uh, what's happening in Africa with Niger and other countries, that we can that we could see certain things kind of happen as well. Uh, the world's going to be put on fire. That is one thing for sure. And uh, because the global elite is not going to lay down and let uh, the people get away with with everything and and in peace. So what we already saw in Niger. It's going to be repeated, unfortunate, in other other countries as well in Africa, especially the ones that are, that are now under control by the Romanovs, EA China. So uh, we will see in the next 14 months, 14, 18 months, a lot of things globally going to happen, sadly enough. And what we're going to see is, is, is not really any good. I think, but time will tell. And also, if God allows all all of it to happen or not, because in the end, it is God that is still in control. Thank God. Amen. <laughs> but to uh, put it succinctly. <laughs> yes. No. But the, in, the, in the end, it's got. No, I'm disagreeing with you. I I agree with you, one hundred percent. And so, yeah, but uh, it's certainly going to be interesting, to say the least, uh, whatever going to happen. And as you already mentioned do you earlier, it's, it's, do you think it's going to be honest? Not, do you, really, I don't think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to just suck balut I th- because we already know 
You know, what happens when you already know the end of the movie? Hmm? What happens? Yes. You either turn the movie off and go find something else to watch, or you start reading a book, you find something else to do, because you already know yes. the end of the movie. We already know the end of this movie. At least. We do. At we least do. of Christians so, we know. At, at well, least of Christians I, we should know how things will end. But uh, to come back to your point earlier, what you mentioned about the BRICS countries and how they all seem to be against the LGTB trans agenda that they all rejected, while the Western world seemed to embrace it. It's such an insanity. And then you are called being racist and homophobe and whatever ism they can come up with. Now, yeah, let me de- let me done being a racist and any ism. Sorry, I'm not going to embrace that agenda. And, here, this uh, guy. So, uh, here, listen hmm? to this guy. This guy's got it right. Here. A lot of people are shocked at what happened at the White House. Well, folks, this just shows you that America is finished. I don't even consider America a country anymore. I consider it like the EU, an economic zone full of states that have to answer to a tyranny such as Brussels. Same here. We have states. We have to all answer to D.C., a government that's completely unaccountable to the rest of the country, doing whatever it wants, doing this degenerate get-together at the White House, putting the flag in the wrong position, all this other nonsense, woman running around topless. If it was a woman, I don't even know anymore. It's over, folks. This country doesn't look like the country I went to war for 20 years ago. Imagine being a Korean veteran or a Vietnam veteran or being a World War II veteran looking at what's going on. So America's finished. Stop trying to fight for it, get upset about it. Just let it die. The only thing you do right now is protect your friends and family from the insanity, from all the isms their parasite class is promoting on the media, specifically to our children. We have to save our children because the attacks are directed at them. It's not us, it's them that they want. They want the next generations to abide by their insanity, to submit. We have to protect them. You're not forget about your statues and oh my God, they changed the name of the school and they added another stupid month for this group who says this. And yeah, they're gonna do everything they can. They run the media, they run the banks, the parasite class runs everything. What are you gonna do? Unless you're gonna get your second amendment and do what's necessary. Nothing is going to change. You can complain on Twitter. You make a video just like me. Nothing's going to change. What you can do is shield your friends and family from the insanity. Educate them. But America's dead. Let it die. Die. The quicker it dies, the quicker it collapses, the faster we can get to rebuilding it. Because our enemy is inferior in every measurable way. They're genetically inferior, morally inferior. Everything about them is inferior. The only reason why they have any power is because we're not doing what we're supposed to do. But there will be a day where we do, and it's over for these people. So protect your friends and family until that day comes. Hopefully it comes in our lifetime. But until then, don't be shocked because things are only going to get worse. What do you think he's talking about? What do you think he's talking about? He is so right. What do you think... I'll ask again, and I, I'm until the end of the show, I will keep on saying it over and over again until you give me an answer. What do you think he is talking about? But I'm going to play it again. I'll play it again. Everything about them is inferior. 
The only reason why they have any power is because we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Stop. What did he just say? The only reason that they have any power is because we're not doing what we're supposed to do. What is he talking about? Taking back the power. The Second Amendment. It's the Second Amendment. He's talking about the Second Amendment. The only reason that they are in power right now is because the United States population is not doing what the Second Amendment is meant to be. The whole reason it exists at all, I just said this earlier, has nothing to do about little Johnny having a gun. Okay, it has nothing to do with it. It has to do with the people taking the country back from the treasonous reptilians that are running it right now. These entities from the bowels of hell. Yeah. All right. Here's another guy. This guy, I don't know what his name is, but he works with Breitbart, Breitbart News. He has blonde curly hair. I don't know what his name is. And if there are any little kids listening to the show right now, mommies, daddies, put your hands over their ears because this guy, I think he uses some bad language. Okay. I'm just, this is a bad language warning. But this is a guy from Breitbart News. Okay. And uh, he said this. I'm just going to play what he says. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on a second. They've gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's. Fuck you. So basically he said, you know, the bad word. And then he said, war. Now, you know, you might say, oh, that's just a couple of guys. And, you know, there's eight billion people on the earth. And, you know, they're just, uh, you know, they're rebels, you know. No. (laughs) These people are just saying what the rest of them are already thinking. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Part of the plan was always to create a civil war in the U.S. and play the American people out against each other. So that whoever stays on on top or who survives are easily to subdue into submission. So it was always the plan from the cabal Illuminati to, to play out this civil war. But instead of people fighting each other, yes, they should take uh, back the streets, or in this case, Washington, D.C., and get rid of all the reptiles in the Senate and the Congress and in the White House. You know, when you think about it, to your point, they would really, I mean, when you think about it, they would really have to just gather up pretty much everybody in the House and the Senate and in the West Wing. Gather up every yes. single one of them and march one them into a facility and put them under arrest. They would have to do it. Yes, in the facilities. And that they if there were national guards in the way, they would have to take out the national guardsmen. I don't know if you heard what I just said, but if there was national guardsmen there, protect you know, trying to protect them, they would have to take out the national guardsmen. If if the Second yeah. Amendment of the United States of America was enacted in the way that it was in, intended to be enacted, they would have to gather up the yeah. entire bunch. You know what I mean? That is, and that's what they, yes. I'm just, the only reason I played these two clips 
because I save every I save anything that's worthy of being saved. I save it. And, you know, they're all saying the same thing. They're just singing in different ways. And they're not alone. There are no. I don't even I can't even imagine how many people there are that that feel the same way. Now, like I said, in my world, this doesn't affect me. Because my citizenship is in heaven, Philippians three twenty. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm on my knees in prayer. I'm in the secret place of the Most High. I'm waiting for the rescue mission. Okay, but I'm just what I'm doing is I'm illustrating how the vast majority of the people of you know, like I said earlier. The reason we don't see people marching in the streets, getting arrested, thrown in jail by Nancy Pelosi or whoever the entities are that are, you know, backing this false flag J6 thing is because the people are too intelligent. Conservative people in the United States are exceedingly intelligent. They are the top money earners. They know. You know why I know? Because I have conversations with them all the time. And they know. They really, really know. And so when you hear these people that are outspoken saying what they're saying, they're not alone. They've got millions of very intelligent people right behind them. And it's going to get bad. And you know the thing that's going to make it worse than you might imagine is that little audio bite that I played earlier. You know, American riots are going to be the worst the world has ever seen because of drugs and narcissism and all this other stuff. The problem is when you th- – see, that that audio bite that I played, the American riots are going to be the worst the world has ever seen. That audio bite was created, I believe, back around 2012-ish, around about 2012. Now, consider this. What that guy, when they put together that, you know, American Riots audio bite, when they put that together, there was no Gen Z. There were no millennials. We didn't have armies of people who don't even know who the first president of the United States was. We didn't have armies, millions of young people who are completely fine with walking into a, a, a store like Saks Fifth Avenue in downtown New York and ripping it to shreds, setting it on fire, and stealing until their hearts are content, and literally walking out the door knowing that nothing is ever going to happen to them. None of those people existed back then. Now we have millions of them. Millions. Yes, and a lot started to happen after... No, yeah, a, a, a lot of the transgender issue also became prevalent in, into public view after 2017, because before that, it was hardly an issue in sports or in other areas about transgenders. And from 2017 onwards, the whole transgender issue came to the foreground, see what it is to today. To only name one uh, item. Brought to you by Big Mike and the Antichrist. And uh, by the way, if if it comes to also uh, the rioting, 
and the looting. We had, I think, last week in the UK, uh, again, but through, uh, what was it, TikTok, I think, and kids were called up to go to a certain sports uh, shop in London to loot. So it is not only happening in the U.S., it is also happening outside of the U.S. as well. And that was quite a shock for the police and other people here in the U.K. because they never had seen this before, except, of course, what we saw in the, in the summer of love, I think, in 2020 in the U.S., and with all the lootings, with the uh, riots of... Uh, George, uh, of this criminal called uh, George Floyd, I think, but broke the camel's uh, back then. But So, yeah, the looting, we already had it also last week here in London. And also you saw a lot of tourists that came over, but were stuck in the middle when the police came out of their... Uh, out of their cars and everything else. So it is happening now throughout the Western world, things like this. But yeah, things will get uh, worse. And is Tic Tac now uh, taken out in America? Because I thought that Trump was talking about to stop Tic Tac from taking over in the U.S. as an app. But I get the feeling that under Biden, TikTok is still operational. Awesome Chinese app. Hello? So what do you think the next thing is going to happen? Um, pandemic? Yeah, They're going to release it, pandemic? I think that's what, before 2024, yes, you think it's going to come out? Yes, I, I already saw... Uh, was it on MSNBC, whatever, or some of those papers, I already saw that so-called medical experts talked about a new variant of COVID, and they already were talking about lockdowns. So I wouldn't be surprised they kind of come up with a new uh, pandemic in the next couple of months, or at least they will try. So I wouldn't be surprised in that unless the Ukraine will escalate. And that is also a possibility for Europe, especially with all the military uh, equipment from the U.S. going into uh, Poland, among other things. So that is on our side of the big pond, another thing that could escalate very quickly. But I don't see an impossible, uh, a possible new variant of COVID or a new, uh, a new virus that they kind of come up with. And but I personally don't think this time that the people will fall blindly for lockdowns. At least I hope not. I hope we have learned from that. If, what are they going to do? Be honest, what are they going to do? I just want to hear what you think. I see. I always like it. I love it. It, 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 it. I find it incredibly entertaining when someone says, like, just like you did just now, that they're not going to stand for this. Will the people actually go no, for I, it? Happen? I want to know no, what are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? What are they going to do? In the, in the rep, 
possibly in the West States they will not take it to people, at least not without okay, a fight back. Let's talk to the blue states. We all moved to California. What are they going to do? People in what the blue states, I feel they will fall for it. They will just follow orders. So they'll put I, on like I, 10 I masks, wear them inside their car, you know, yeah, like that? Yeah. Whatever the government or the local government tells them in the blue states, they probably will follow whatever their politicians tell them. In the red states, I think they have they had a wake up about all of this, and they will not fall for it again. At least not that easy. In Europe, it's I think harder to uh, say what will happen. Because he, we already saw here in the UK, at least here in Wales, less uh, of those um, uh, uh, mouth covering going on than it was happening in, in England. At least in my locality, I saw less people with, with mouth caps on than you heard about people in, in England. So, again, it's going to be depending on the locality where you are. But didn't the British police put up like all these – I mean, am I wrong? But I saw videos of the British police putting up barriers on both sides of the streets, pinning people inside their homes and enforcing I have not seen those images, I've not, but I've okay. not watched much of the news. I'll find it for you. I'll find so it for you. I will be honest I'll... in it. But... Yeah. So – I'm, but I have not heard about it from people that have seen that. So, but then mm-hmm. I live just in the back countryside. So who am I to say? I stay far away from any big cities. Last week I had to go to Swansea for something, but it's the nearest city, 60 miles, I think, from where I live. I was only there for an hour and then back out of it. But uh, so I live just in the in uh, in in the countryside in Western Wales or South West Wales. But uh, nonetheless, uh, but yeah, the danger is still what I said to Ukraine and with the influx of uh, military equipment in Poland. So, and I don't see an end any soon. Uh, with that conflict, because NATO don't want to end it, for one. So that is uh, another risk that we are dealing with. Now, yeah, what I said, uh, they already talk about a new uh, variant of uh, COVID or even a new new, uh, disease altogether. So there are multiple options what we could see happening in the next uh, couple of months. Let alone all the things what's happening around Trump or what they try to do to Trump and how that will affect the people, uh, either the people that are for Trump or against Trump. So there are a a variety of things that can happen. And uh, God forbid, although God is in control, I believe, in what happened. So either God allow things to happen or not. So we have to trust in God whatever the outcome and whatever will transpire. That's, as a Christian, all I can say. Amen.
So, but yeah. uh, it's certainly it's certainly it's interesting with all the options. Or again, we could see a fake alien invasion as part to globalize uh, the global population yeah, through their uh, blue me. beam and hey. other technologies hey. that that they have. Hey, hey, yes. What if what if it's not fake? I mean, it just blows me away how much how everybody is so into this idea of a fake alien invasion. Why does it have to I be don't, fake? If, alien, if, if aliens would see this planet, I think, especially with the uh, standard of intelligence on this planet, I think they would try to make to get as far away as possible, especially about the whole transgender issue. Do you really think that when aliens are watching us, that they want to do it with us? Turbochargers, man, don't stop that planet. Did you see what's in the White House? We're crying out loud. Get out of here. Turn on the turbochargers. I I hear you, man. I hear you. Praise God. Hey, listen, Uh, um, we're down to the last couple of minutes. I got to get up early and hit it hard. So uh, would you close with a prayer for us tonight? Yes, okay. <laughs> but let's, yeah, no, if, if I was an alien, I would see this whole bickering about gender. As an alien, I would make that I am billions of light years, light years away from this planet. So, and I wouldn't think, I would think, why would an alien, if they see this, do the same? So, maybe I'm an optimist, but nonetheless, okay, yeah. Uh, Lord Jesus Christ, we come together, we come before you, and I ask you to protect uh, John and his family, and also of um, his assistants and the people that are working on this program. Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you to protect the listeners that are uh, listening today and and in the days ahead, and that listening to all the other programs that John are doing, I ask you to open up their hearts, their, their souls, their eyes, and their ears for what is going to happen and what will transpire in the days and weeks ahead, Lord Jesus Christ. We ask you to protect everyone. We ask you to open up the eyes and also the ears of politicians so that they will do your bidding, Lord Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I ask you to keep everyone safe and that uh, everyone will follow if possible, your agenda, Lord Jesus Christ, that you have in mind for this planet and the surrounding around this planet as well, because what happens here also has an effect on other places as well, Lord Jesus Christ. So I ask you to keep everyone in your under your protection, Lord Jesus Christ, anyone that you have in mind and that are, full, are your followers, Lord Jesus Christ. And I ask you to keep everyone, yeah, safe in your holy and sacred name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Good night. Good night. Rest as well. Amen, brother. And a lot lot is happening. Okay, uh, I'm sorry I keep on stepping on you. But anyway, thanks for joining us, Robert. Thank you for calling back into the program. God bless you all. Um, And we will see you this Friday night at 7 p.m. at the prayer vigil, Lord willing. Um, 
weird world we live in right now. Praise Jesus. I hope we get out of here really, really yes. soon. Thank you, Robert. God bless you all. See you at Friday you're night welcome. at 7 o'clock. And thank to you and to the audience. And bless you all. Amen. Amen. Amen.
I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory.